Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. Oh, you know you like to hear me say it. It's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, not quite as always, but uh, subbing in for Gator, it's our man, Broccoli Rob. How you doing, Broccoli? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing all right. So you're coming to us from the cigar in there, I see. Yes, sir. All right. You have such nice a nice sunny day here. Oh, dude, it's gorgeous here too. You have such a nice setup in your backyard there. It's it's nice, except for this time of year. There's a lot of bugs, but other than that, it's nice. There has been a lot of bugs here. Are you getting the? Uh, did you get the locusts or the cicadas real bad this year? You know, it's funny down, um, and we're we're literally. 15 minutes north of Indianapolis, northeast of Indianapolis. Yeah. And I'm, and driving down Indianapolis on the east side, the cicadas were so loud. At one point, you'd have your windows down. You couldn't even hear the radio. They yeah. were so loud. And we didn't even get them here until about two weeks ago. We got them for about two days, and that was it. Yeah, you're for- So I don't... You're, you're fortunate. I had a few. I didn't get that many most of the year, but probably within the last... I'd say the last month... Um, they've kind of been popping shallow and, uh, but they're big. They're so big. Like I had one, it hit the glass of my patio door and it was at night and it hit the glass. And then I heard something kind of fluttering, like on the ground, like on the patio slab. Yeah. And I yeah. thought it was like a bird. I thought like a bird, it hit the glass and, you know, was like broke its neck and was like, you know, sputtering out on my patio. And I look over, no, it's a freaking cicada. Oh Yeah. My dog's been hunting them and killing them and then eating them, so that's been lovely. I mean, Gator would do the same thing if he... Well, that is true. But he's put on a little weight since the last time he ate the locusts, so, you know, I don't know if he's got the speed and agility to hunt them this year. I don't know if cicadas would have a lot of calories, though, would they? Dude, he he got them and put them on a kebab and grilled them up and hit them with some Cajun spices and said that they tasted like little Cajun peanuts, but... I mean, I'm, I would not, try it. I'm not interested at all, but um, he he made the joke, or I don't know if it's a joke, but he pointed out to me when I was criticizing him for it, he's like, you know, John the Baptist ate locusts. Am I, are you saying that you're better than John the Baptist? To which I'm <laughs> like, thanks, thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, today we're going to be smoking a, another selection from the September My Monthly Cigars box, which is kind of uh, fortunate for me, considering... I don't know if I'm going to be able to get all four of these in with Gators, so I figured, you know what? Broccoli gets in my monthly cigars box. We'll see if uh, we can hammer one of these out, you know, while you're on the show. So today we're going to be, yeah. yeah. So today we're going to be doing the uh, the be- you know I don't know if it's the best one or not, but I'm looking at the card and I'm saying pretty sure this is probably the cream of the box. You know, we got the the Ashton VSG. It is a five and a half by fifty robusto. Featuring a sun-grown wrapper, Dominican binder, and Dominican filler. And, uh, you know, we're going to be giving this guy a go. So, on that note, I was reading up a little bit on this cigar before we got on here. Yeah. And it's interesting that, that a lot of places call it a sun-grown wrapper because it's actually a Dominican, or I'm sorry, not Dominican, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Oh. And I, I know they could use the word sun-grown whenever, you know, it's grown in the sun. Yeah. But... Ecuador is notoriously known for being cloudy and having that natural shade. So it's like, it's interesting they called this sun grown. I'd like to find out the reasoning behind that, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Huh. Well, I have The not, more you know. I was going to say, the more you know. 
I have not had the uh, <laughs> the VSG. I've had the ESG, and uh, you know it's funny. On base was I, don't, I think it was on the show. He was giving me crap that you know when he, when this was in the box, it, you know he's like ah, and just like the week before you were like the Ashton ESG, not the VSG, the ESG. And it's like you know, so uh, well. I think if we get the VSG in a box, it's going to be the VSG or the ESG in a box. It'll be just the ESG. Probably. Well, yeah. And then maybe. Because I'm looking at the uh, MSRP on this, and the MSRP on this is 1250 whereas that ESG runs about 25 bucks. So, you know, you're talking yeah, a, little bit, yeah. a little bit higher price point on the estate sun-grown versus the uh, the virgin sun-grown. Well, we so. could throw the estate sun-grown and get another one of those RuPaul cigars to throw in there, and we'd be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> the Ru- the RuPaul cigar. He threw me all off when he mentioned it. He's like, well, we got a RuPaul cigar? It's like... Oh, dude, I laughed so hard on that one. Rocky Patel. But anyway. <laughs> all right. Why don't we go ahead and get ready to cut the cigar? And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Dan's uh, prepping for the big event on Saturday, September 25th. I know you and uh, Mrs. Broccoli are coming into town for that. Absolutely. I'm looking we forward will be to there. it, man. It's going to be a good time. Heck yeah. We're going to party. Get free meal at Top Shooters. It's going to be a great night. I knew it. I knew that you rotten son of a bitch, you were going to bring that up. Now, here's the deal. You know that I never (laughs) at any point said that I was going to pay for everyone at Top Shooters. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're cutting out. What did you say? I I didn't catch any of that. I see how this goes. (laughs) Yeah, no. At no point did I say I was going to pay for everyone at Top Shooters. I never agreed to a party bus. I never agreed to, you know, people like camping out on my lawn and the various <laughs> other things that have been thrown about here. So, you know, that I don't this know. Is la- not true. The last time we were, you know, smoking outside the back of your house, though, um, I'm pretty sure if you put some people in that backyard, they'd be freaked out when, when Sasquatch goes bouncing no, through that little dude. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, there's that. Now, there was also a big pack of coyotes out there not too long ago. I was sitting out back, and I'm hearing them howling and you know barking at one another. There had to have been fifteen, twenty dogs out there, man. It was it was Jeez. loud and crazy. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? I wouldn't want to mess with that, but whatever. No. So anyway, no. so back to Dan and Ponder there at Riverman. Dan the man. He's got uh, he's got the folks from Martinez coming out for a rolling event and. Uh, but, you know, he's got a huge humidor that he is working hard to stock up with all kinds of different cigars. Uh, I was talking with Little John over there the other day when I stopped in briefly, and he tells me that the boxes of cigars are just rolling in on a daily basis, you know, stocking up the humidor and getting ready for everybody to come out and uh, explore around and find all kinds of good stuff. The only thing that we'll say, guys, make sure you bring your lawn chair because seating is going to be outside and limited so you're going to want to make sure you bring a lawn chair so that you have somewhere to sit but otherwise it's looking like it's going to be a gorgeous weekend in st louis you're not going to want to miss it it is going to be the cigar party of the year and uh you know it's right there at riverman cigar company and if you can't make it by dan's place but you still want to support a brick and mortar do remember he does mail order you can give him a call and either he or Cindy or Little John will be able to get a box of cigars sent to you right away. So that's Dan the well Man done. Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar <laughs> Company. And I'm getting the hurry the hell up, I want to smoke <laughs> sign from Broccoli here, which means it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Nice. Broccoli. Now, okay, guys, a little behind the scenes. I've been waiting scenes. for freaking half an hour. I was hour a little behind this. the scenes Jeez. here, guys. Broccoli has been giving me all kinds of grief, texting me like, you know, 
did you take a bath? What the hell are you doing? I desperately want to smoke. By God. It's like, oh, my gosh. And the thing is. I've already light up another one. Well, and the thing is, I could have told you to go ahead and light something up, and then I'd, you know, catch up with you. Yeah. But knowing how slow you smoke, you'd have gotten like an inch into it, and then it's like. I know. Gonna, you know, so. I mean, here. Well, that, and I didn't want to screw up my palate and have something and then not be able to really enjoy this one, because it's going to be a good cigar. It's valid. It's valid. Yeah. So, okay. So, I've cut. I did the V-cut. I think you did a V-cut as well. I did a straight you cut on this one. Cut. Oh, look at you. My All cap right. was a little bit shallow on one side, Now I didn't want to mess with it, so. You know, I didn't even look at that and uh, got lucky, so. Good. It's good. That seems like good construction all around. Oh, dude, it's a solid cigar. It is soft box press but soft box but i'll say this and it's actually a square not a rectangle and, and i'll which tell you kind of common and that uncommon that i think i like i'm looking at it mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not turned off by it like a normal box press cigar with the rectangle you know and everything i think you know the square kind of maybe adds a little bit of the roundness factor back into it for me yeah hmm, hmm. cold draw is interesting that is nice. Kind of a um, sweet kind of chocolatey thing going on there. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, a little barnyard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not a lot, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Almost a semi-sweet, maybe semi-sweet chocolate a little bit. And even yeah. a little nutty, maybe. A little yeah. nuttiness to it. Dude, this is good. I'm liking, it tastes I'm, really good so far. I'm liking this. So, all right. Fire this bad boy up. I was going to say. I'm not jacking around with any cold retros here. I'm just going to go ahead and light up. So, Broccoli, how the hell you been? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Just enjoying. We went up, uh, the wife and I went up to Michigan last week and mm-hmm. um, got to go to a couple pretty cool cigar lounges up that way. Um, but just really more to just get away and celebrate our anniversary. So, which my anniversary will be a few days after the Riverman event. I was going to say, uh, I thought your anniversary was actually a little later. So, um, yeah, our anniversary is on the 28th and my birthday is the 29th. So they're right there together. Oh, gotcha. Well, there you go. So you just, so it's really going to be awesome to get that ESG from you when I'm out there mm. on my birthday. That's, that's great, man. Now, see, I, I did, mean, I know everybody's getting one, but I mean, it's I did cool not doing offer that, that either. <laughs> I know. But, uh, Anyway, yeah, but no, I mean, it'll be nice, dude. You know, you'll have a good time out here and everything. But so yeah. trip to Michigan there. So where did you all end up at? Well, the two cigar lounges that we went to, uh, went to one in Petoskey okay. um, called er- Ernesto's. And it was a really good time. Um, just um, it's almost like a speakeasy. You walk down an alley to get to it. You don't even realize it's even there until you get there. And when you look there, look at it, you're like, is this really an open place? Yeah. And you the door has a sign that says, you know, call. I mean, they have COVID issues still, but, ah. you know, call, make sure there's not, uh, it's not a full house, but you just walk in and it kind of walks down into the bar and, you know, humidor off the right. Nice little place and really cool owner there. Um, uh, the guy I was talking to, actually, I don't think he was the owner, but his name was Seth and he was just a really good guy, really good in the humidor, had a really nice bourbon selection. So it was just a really nice time. Very cool. So that was the one we went to in Petoskey, and then we went to another one um, in Traverse City called Nolan's, mm-hmm. and that was that was a good time too. Um, definitely a more upscale bar area, um, really nice shop. Um, humidor was nice and everything, but just a, a little bit longer stretch there. Just 
I don't know. It was just a really good time. Beautiful place. Good. Good, good, good. You didn't really anything? find anything. Well, I was going to yeah, say, did I you really find didn't. anything outside the norm? Not really at those two places. It was kind of just the normal. Um, we did stop at a place on the way back home in Fort Wayne called Rudy's. Um, great guys up there, too. And uh, they have some more unique selection of cigars. So I was able to pick up a couple of those. And I'll, a couple of those will be on my on my list later on. So, oh my! Oh, uh, you do the retro? <laughs> Just do a retro ale. Okay, um, my turn. I need to do that now. I'll tell you what. So, initial thoughts on this: this has got some heft to it, man. This is not the like smooth, creamy, you know, kind of deal with the oh, ESG. Nice. This is a totally different, different cigar. I mean, I like yeah. it. I like it a lot so far. I'm only not even remotely even a half an inch into this thing, and. uh but dude, there's some spice to it, some real pepper and spice well, to it. I was kind of surprised when I looked at the card and it said full because I've smoked a couple of these before, and I didn't remember them being full. But that retro definitely tells you there's some strength there. I was gonna say this; it, it's it's got some some heft to it. No, I'm I'm digging this um, so far, and uh, I'll, I mean, mm. like I said, it's it's a different animal than the ESG, but it's but it's, yeah. But it's good, and I would definitely say that that is I, that definitely feels like a Ecuadorian Sumatra, that Sumatra spice to it. Yeah, that's that kind of a funky spice in there. Yeah, I think that's what that is. That, and so that makes sense why it's Sumatra. And I don't. And I there's only a couple Sumatras that I like, and this is definitely one of them. Very cool. That Las Calaveras is the other one. <laughs> the 2021. Oh my God! Dude, yes. the lights out right. That was fantastic. I mean, it's one of my top five cigars of the year. So I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm working. Uh, uh, one of our listeners has been very, very kind to uh, reach out to me and say that he has access to, I'm wanting to say a 2018, 2019, and then 20 Lost Calaveras that he nice. wants to send to us. And um, I know that Dan has a number of previous years at the Riverman, um, as oh, well. Oh, really? Uh, dude, he's got a huge, like, crown head selection. It's, it's in I one need of, to check those out when I'm out there. It's in one of the cabinets along the wall there, and it just kind of blends in. And, um, don't quote me on it, because like I said, I haven't, I haven't looked at it in a little while, but last time I looked, man, he's got a ton of different crown head cigars there. And, huh. um, so I need to, uh, I need to check that out and see what he's got, but, I, the point is, we should be able to get a decent, uh, the last at least three or four years worth pulled together to where we can do one of those side-by-side, you know, like I was yeah. talking about with Pinky a couple episodes back, where we get, yeah. you know, like three or four of them together and like try, okay, there's the 18, here's the 19, you know, and so on and so on. And uh, yeah. I think that would be really fun. But dude, I'll tell you what, that 2021, I just smoked another one of those, oh, two nights ago, I think. <laughs> And, uh, I'm, yeah, lights out. Absolutely yeah. lights out. Great cigar. And I, and I smoked last year's, I've smoked a couple of those before and I still, I think this one's better. I think this mm, one by far hits my palate more. Yep. Um, just really, really good cigar. I, I, you know, I don't want to say anything negative about the 2020 because, um, no, it was a great cigar too. I can't, yeah. Well, but see, and the reason I don't want to say anything negative is I can't really remember it. And maybe mm. that, and maybe that's negative in and of itself is that it's not one that is standing out in my mind as like, oh, I really liked that or not. I know I smoked a number of them, but I can't remember. 
enough about it to say like, oh, I really, really dug it. But dude, this twenty one, it's got some. It's it's a meaty, hefty cigar. Um, got some really great flavor. And I'll tell you, I will not forget the first time I lit that thing up was at Riverman, and I did a retro hail sitting there talking to Dan, and and we're just talking, and I do it and I I cough obviously, and I mean there were angels surrounding him. I, I saw I saw <laughs> angels, you know. It's like that retro nice. hail made me see angels. So yeah, it was like holy crap. But yeah, it's good cigar, good cigar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, something else that uh, I don't know if you want to bring it up now, but I know you're talking about, uh, I think you were talking about using it. You're not doing a Final Third Friday review for this episode, given the fact that you're actually on with me. So that exactly. kind of seemed redundant. But um, get, are, my, get my buffer in there again. There you go. So your <laughs> next one um, that you're doing, though, correct me if I'm wrong, is the 2021 Yagua, right? Uh-huh. We won't get uh-huh. into that then because I don't want oh, I don't want to spoil your Oh no, we can t- no, we can talk about it, man. I'm telling you. It was fantastic. Isn't it? And I mean, I loved last I loved last year's and I can't wait to smoke them side by side. That little I think bit they of nailed age, it again. That little bit of age yeah. that they that they put on this one that it just makes so much difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, cuz as I recall, the hay and the barnyard flavor was really prevalent last year. And yeah. this year it's here, but there's so many other things that are kind of popping out with it this year that I don't recall from last year's. Yeah. But I'm trying to find my information on I that have one. um I still have I think 3 of last year's. I've smoked 2 of them. I I've, I've been bragging forever that I've got 5 of last year's sitting in my humidor. And, uh, but once the 2021 was announced, I was like, ah, I'll go ahead and start smoking some of those down. And so I have three of the old ones still sitting around. Um, nice. And then I was fortunate enough to, uh, to track down and purchase a, um, a box of this year's. Nice. So I do have nice. that going for me as well. But, uh, that's awesome. Yep. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, it's it's a good cigar, man. Really good cigar. Well, and I know I know Dan's gonna have a bunch out there mm-hmm. um, for the event. So I'd say anybody that's on the fence on whether or not get one, just get one while you're there and and enjoy it. Cause yeah, I'll be smoking some while I'm there. That's for sure. I know that he was uh, he had it on the shelf for a little while, and I know that it was limited, you know, two per customer kind of thing and everything. Because he, I mean, dude, he only got like four boxes of them in. Right, and the um, most I've seen anybody get was six boxes, and that was a huge, huge um, humidor. Well, so I'm wanting to say that I heard Barry Stein on the Cigar Authority say that they got three boxes, and that's two, mm. and that's two guys. Wow, now, I don't know that if is that, crazy. Now, I don't know if that's three boxes per location or three boxes. And that's what per... it was. That's what it was with this one. They had two locations. It was three boxes. Okay. Shop. Okay. Well, then, yeah. so, so they then very well could be. They may have gotten nine boxes total, then. But you know, yeah. but dude, it's still not that many cigars in the grand scheme of life that are out there. So, no, especially at that price point. I oh mean, my God, I know. I mean, that's almost a budget price cigar, no, dude. It's less than ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I've seen them for seven twenty-five up to about eight dollars. Eight eight fifty. I think you're is going the to states with a lot lower taxes than I'm. No, dude, that's in. Indiana. Okay, it's Indiana. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think okay. I got. I think I bought mine for eight forty nine at the one shop. Okay. 
And then last year, I remember seeing it at, at another local shop that was for, I think they had it for seven fifty. Well, I bought a couple of them last year when I was out visiting you at Labor Day time. Yeah. 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 Smoker's Choice had them exactly. too. Exactly. Smoker's yep. Choice had them. And I remember yep. I bought a few there. And because I was basically in the habit of anywhere I was at that I found them, I would just grab like two or three. Right. And, you know, they were reasonably priced enough. I didn't mind doing that, you know. And yeah. so that's how I ended up building up the supply. But, uh, it's a way yeah. to do it, man. It's a way well, to do it. And now, good luck trying to find them anymore around. I mean, mm-hmm. Dan, you know, I don't know if he wants me saying this or not, but, you know, for what it's worth, um, he has taken them and kind of squirreled them back so that he's waiting for the event. Because, you know, if he wouldn't have, I mean, dude, they'd be, he gone. Should. They'd be gone before the 25th. Well, yeah. You know? So it's one yeah. of those things that, you know, he squirreled them back. And, um, but anybody else, anybody else that has them, I'll be honest, everywhere else that I knew had them, I mean, if they still have them, I'd be shocked. I haven't been yeah. by the hill. I will say I haven't been by the hill, and it's possible that maybe they have some rattling around. But other than that, it's weird know. around here. See, it's weird around here because it seems like there's been a, there's a couple of shops. There's just one little shop um, that they had them last year. And they just had them sitting up on the counter like they really didn't know what they had. Yeah. And no one was buying them. And that's where I ended up buying several of mine just because no there were there was more of an old school shop where they're, you know, more old, older guys going in there smoking and hanging out. Everybody's looking and for the And they weren't looking to smoke. And, yeah. Exactly. They're not looking to smoke something new. And I, I think I ended up buying most of that box and smoking them. So. Nice. Nice. But yeah. Nice. Um, Interesting. Well. I don't know. I look forward to hearing your review next Friday. I won't. We won't get into the specifics so that we don't spoil. But uh, I think so tasty. Uh, I think a pretty good preview is that you really enjoyed it, though. I, I'd say it's definitely above eighty. Wow. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I would hope so. I mean, good God, these days it's hard to find a cigar that scores below eighty. You it know? is. No, I mean, honestly, I when I'm looking at when I'm doing the reviews and I'm looking at them. Um, and you start looking at, cause you look at construction, you look at the way it smokes and then, you know, there's a small, there's a section for flavors and there's a section, you know, did you enjoy the cigar, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, if, if you bang through and you have a cigar that's constructed fairly well, smokes fairly well, there's no reason in the world why you would ever give that cigar below an 80 yeah. or an 85. So, I mean, those are, those are key points to play. Like I've got several cigars I've, I've reviewed that were in the upper eighties or maybe right at 90 that I would never smoke again because I didn't like the flavors that much. Yeah. But they were still a great cigar. See, that's that's personal preference at that point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and I always try to tell people that, you know, if, if I give it a, you know, if I give it a 88 and I, I really think that if I like the flavors in it, I would be a 94. I would, I try to tell people that because it's not fair to them to not even look at a cigar because well, some reason my palate's different than yours. And that's the thing. I mean, everybody, I think it's important for, if you're somebody who's paying attention to reviews of cigars, if you're, if you're somebody that values reviews, um, I think it's important to know your own personal palate really well. So that yeah. when you're reading those reviews, you can assess it properly and say, okay, this reviewer enjoys, I don't know, really spicy pepper bombs. And right. then they're reviewing like a mild cigar. 
yeah, you know what? Their review might be a little bit more down on that cigar because it doesn't appeal to their palate. But if mm-hmm. I know that I am a mild smoker, then maybe it's a situation where, okay, I can value that guy's reviews, but I just know that I have to go 180 degrees away from what he says in that, you know, if the, he really likes a cigar, maybe that's not one for me. But if he's down on it, maybe that is one for me kind of thing, you know? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You just kind of got to be. Nope, I get it. You got to know, you got to know the reviewer and you got to know yourself. That's all. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So speaking so of. So what flavors your, are you getting on the cigars? So I keep getting that getting spice, man. I keep getting some of yeah, that spice. Yeah, and I can't really, I can't really tell what spice it is. Mm-mm. I'm definitely getting. Um, it's there though. A little bit of earth, a little bit of cedar. Oh man. And it just burns the nostrils on that retro hail though. Yeah, it's got it's got something to it. I just can't tell what spice I'm getting. I know, you know, I I keep wanting to lean towards a red pepper, but it's not like a cayenne pepper. No, it's, it's more not, of a it's not, and it's not like it's more a, of a spicy pepper either. It's more of a gosh, but it's a pepper. It's a pepper, but I can't think of what it is. <laughs> yeah, I like it's it. good. I'm gonna say, I, I mean, look, you know, just basic without drilling too far down deep on it. I mean, just. Yeah, it's it's got some spice to it. Like you said, it's got a little bit of earthy flavor to it. Um, it's a good... Beautiful and, and construction, man. That thing is burning great. just about to say, your burn is fantastic. I have ashed um, because I was yakking for a little while, and I noticed that my uh, my cigar needed to be relit. Not relit, but it needed a little bit of a touch-up. A little touch-up, you know? yeah. And so uh, I have lost my ash, but I'm telling you, man. I'm I'm digging this cigar a lot. I'm really liking this. So before we got on here, we were texting. You said you were going to get you a little bit of drink in there. Do you have your drink? Um, I do. I nice. um, I actually called a uh, audible. Uh oh. So um, straight tequila, baby. No, no, no. Oh no, no, so, no, no. I, earlier when I was talking to you, I told you. That uh, that I was going to get myself a drink um, using that lemon whiskey that uh, we had gotten yeah. at Stumpy's because what I've been I've been drinking a lot of uh, uh, those and and what what it is is it's it's the lemon whiskey um, and that blackberry mint syrup and lemonade. And yeah. dude, it's so good. It sounds really, good. really refreshing. It's not something you're going to get like annihilated on. I will say it. It could sneak up on you really easy oh, yeah. because it. it so does, sweet, dude. It does not taste boozy at all. It's super sweet, and you know if you're sitting back and you're just pounding these things down without paying any attention, yeah, you could get pretty annihilated on it. Yeah, but um, but I was I was getting ready for the call here and everything. I'm putting everything together and i'm like looking at my my liquor and i'm just like "Eh, do i really want to make a whole thing and then i just went to the fridge and i got myself a bacardi rum punch oh look at you it is a real rum cocktail comes in the the spiffy little can here and i'll tell you what it's a fun fun time wow yes are you are you outside in the kilt too i am not outside in the kilt no Uh, okay okay no because we're getting into the golden hour and uh so it's gonna be (laughs) mosquitoes and i don't really particularly want to do that what she said (laughs) do 
What? <laughs> we'll pass over the golden hour, buddy. <laughs> oh, that golden shower? Good God. Anyway. No, it's that it's that dusky period of time. So the mosquitoes are out. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard it earlier. I was prepping and spraying bug spray on the legs already because. Yeah, I should have done that. Damn mosquitoes are out, and they oh, dude, they've been vicious this year. I don't know about your area, but like in terms of bugs, um, we uh, we really haven't had that many insects. But what we have had have been just a metric shit ton. Of flies and mosquitoes. Mm. The flies have yeah, been flies more so horrible this year. Yeah, we've had a lot of them and, this year. And uh, it's weird too. Like for here at, at my house, at least the mosquitoes haven't really been that bad up until the last few days. And I don't know why that's the case because it's cooling off. And, and we did have some hot weather and we had a little bit of rain, which I'm sure knocked them up. But yeah, it was it. I yeah, I can't stand mosquitoes. They always tend to swarm around me yeah well they love me i don't know what it is and like the other night i'm sitting out here and uh i'm thinking you know I, i've sprayed down i've got my arms and everything and whatnot the damn little bastards found my fingertip oh, and beautiful. they actually bit me on the fingertip of my left middle finger wow so it's like it was almost like they were telling me to fuck off i mean it's just like <laughs> I, I don't know i hate them but anyway Nice. So, something I wanted to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. You mentioned in your last review there that you had some potentially big news. And I are, do. Are we good to talk about this? Yes, we are. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and unveil your big news? All right. So, when I first started getting into doing cigar reviews and, and actually getting into you know working at the, the smoke pit, um, my goal was always to... I would love to get into open a shop, a lounge, something like that. Cause this is just, this is what I do. This is what I love to do. And, um, recently I've been able to find a building here close to Pendleton Yeah, and bought the building and we're going to be opening up the cigar lounge up here. No so we're gonna be a, way. going to be, yep. Final third cigar and whiskey lounge. Nice. So we're going to be getting that going here. I, I take possession this week and we're going to oh, start wow. hammering away and, yeah, it, it, it jumped fast. Mm. Um, it's one of those things where I really wasn't looking out, and the building kind of fell in place. Yeah. And it was in my price range, and I'm like, let's do it. And my wife was just like, this is what your dream is. Let's go get it. So Good. we're on our way. That's awesome, so, man. So hopefully, I mean, I, I w- my goal would be to try to be opened up by the end of the year. Um, unfortunately, in Indiana, the liquor you know licensing takes a while, so... Um, if I do open up by the end of the year, the odds of having my liquor license are slim. Slim. Um, so, but I'd still love to be able to open up and allow people to come and get some, you know, cigar gifts for people around the holidays or whatever. Definitely. And, um, it just depends on how quick I can get everything built out, get the humidor built out, get the bar built out. Um, we have enough room. We have some good parking around the building. We also have a, a nice large outdoor space in the back that I can, um, over the winter, I'm hoping to be able to build a nice big outdoor seating deck out there. Yeah. Um, so we'll have some nice outdoor seating in the springtime. Very cool. So that'll be that phase be two. Get phase some, one's getting it open. Get some like fire pits and stuff and everything. Yep. You can... And then and then I can just move my pin from to the from the final third cigar deck lounge and fire pit right over there. <laughs> See? See? 
It all comes together. Master nice. plan. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I, I mean, that's, thank you. Thank that's you. A big step. And I mean, I, I won't lie and say that I'm not a little jealous. Um, but, uh, you know, I, man, that's just, it's a big, big step. And here in the People's Republic of Illinois, it's just uh, probably too big of a, too big of a Herculean task to take on. But I, I commend yeah. you for it because, I mean, it's it's going to be a lot of well, fun. I think it's going to be. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. tell you it's not going to be. St- I mean, you know. I mean, it's going to be stressful. Oh, you know. It's going to be stressful. It's going to be a lot of work. You know, I'm I'm going to be working it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lisa will be in there helping me some too. You know, she's excited to be a part of it. And I, I think it's going to be a really good time. It's going to definitely be a learning experience. Um, my wife has more experience on opening businesses than I do. But, yeah. you know, I've had a small businesses as well before. And, you know, it's just it's time to do something that I'm going to be able to retire with. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm, my goal well, is. And hell, it's right in town with you and everything too. So, I mean. Yeah, it's like five minutes up the road from ah, me. Ah, dude, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's, it makes it a whole lot easier to get there and, and be able to enjoy it while I'm there. So yeah, yeah. it'll be a good time. Well, what kind of uh, what? So, what are you envisioning here in terms of the of the final third cigar lounge and and everything? So, like, um, well, I know that you're very ahead. you're very big on boutique cigars and everything, but like, kind of what are you yeah. what are you, what are you envisioning for this? Um, I'm you know that was one of the things you know down the smoke pit that that I really wanted to make sure we had was a lot of the boutiques mm-hmm. um, because. In all honesty, you know, and, and the, the guys that work down there now, they're the same as I am. We're, we're out seeking out something new, you know, something something good. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of boutiques out there that I'll smoke once and probably never smoke again. You know, I commend them for the for working on their craft and, and trying to put something out there and yeah. hopefully get better. But then there's also some that are making some fantastic cigars, and you can't find them. And I mean. Around here, there's not a lot of shops that do a lot of boutiques. I mean, in all honesty, right now, the Smoke Pit probably has the most most of their humidor, you know, associated with the boutiques. Yeah. Smoker's Choice has a lot of boutiques. Um, and that's really about it. And so I'm, I'm definitely going to be, you know, doing that. And I'm, I'm going to be working with some of the larger brands as well to have a few of those I mean, in there. You have but to, you know. You do. It's like, do. it's like, I mean, you hear it all the time, but like, you know, look, first-time smokers and long-time smokers—they have their brands. You know, you gotta. Yeah. You know, I don't. As a new shop, right off the bat, I don't know how easy or difficult it is for you to get uh, get a Padron account. But I mean, you get those Padron guys in there. I know. That's all they freaking smoke. You know, and everything. I mean, they, yeah. they might try something else, but they always go home to Padron. Um, you've right. got guys. That, and I love Padron. Oh yeah, I mean, but <laughs> but you've got guys that. Uh, you know, they're golfers and everything, and they swear by, you know, a Macanudo, a Monte Cristo, or a Romeo, or something like that. I mean, you gotta, you gotta yeah. have those, those, you know, the the staple brands, the big brands, you yeah, know, and that kind of thing. Um, but but you know, you can balance that with the boutiques, mm-hmm. and you know, you can give something for everybody. You know, kind of a deal. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's great. And then obviously, and I, you know, it's. I say it a lot, you know, and um, uh, to people that are either starting a lounge or have a lounge and everything like that, dude, I know that a lot of cigar nerds, geeks, whatever you want to call them, 
um, they kind of, some of them, to some degree, look down their nose at the infused, the acids and everything like that. Dude. They sell. It's money. They sell. Money oh, yeah. in the bank right there. And like down at the smoke pit, we can't keep them in stock. Exactly. I mean, we're, we're, we're buying as many boxes as, as anyone will sell us, and they sell quick. And, and you know, again, for, you know, me, I can't, I don't smoke them. I don't like, I don't like any kind of sweetness to my no, cigar, but you're not, but looking, but, somebody, but that's not me. No, and that's somebody else. And they're, and you know, they may pair it with something to drink or they may just be yep. smoking it with a coffee or whatever. Yep. But if that's, what's getting them into this world that we're in, yep. Go, go for it, dude. And that's exactly it. And see, and the, and you just hit it right there on the head. Your palate doesn't matter when it comes to the business. Mm-mm. You can have cigars there that you like. Cause I mean, you right. know, it, let's be real. It would suck to have a cigar lounge that you own and operate and you're not selling a single cigar that you actually really like. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So you got to have something there that, that you can really get behind. But on the flip side, dude, your number one goal is profiting and keeping the business going and making a living off of it. And yeah. if acid and the infused cigars can help you do that, I mean, <laughs> why turn your nose up at that? Why look away exactly. from that? I mean, that's just ignorant. And yep. you know, why talk down about the cigars too? I mean, you know, right. you don't want a customer hearing you bad mouth and a, a fat bottom Betty. Cause I mean, they might be coming in there specifically to buy that. And then they hear you talking exactly. shit about it. They're not going to want to buy it, you know, cause I mean, or like, they may not want to come back either. And that's exactly it. So it's like, dude, every, yep. you know what your favorite as a shop owner, you know what your favorite cigar is? Whatever cigar they just picked out, you know, mm-hmm. it's that kind of a thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, that's you got a good mindset with that. That's great. That's great. Yeah, and I'm you know I'm hoping to be able to um to really work work the bourbon bar and have, you know, lots of really good whiskeys and and maybe again try to focus on some smaller distilleries that are making great product. Well, I know have you have a lot the, of those, the but then have Creek some staples too. I know you oh, and yeah, the Cedar well, Creek guys get along great. Yeah, we'll have their their stuff in there. Yeah. It's, you know, the bourbon and rye are both fantastic and Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got, you know, there, there's a lot of them that I'm excited to get in here and, you know, like right now I'm, I'm sitting here drinking this, uh, Traverse city whiskey that I picked up, up, up North in Michigan. Okay. And that's definitely one I would love to get in there. Cause I've not seen it in too many bars, but I, I've seen, you know, like around here they sell in Myers. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping to figure out who they distribute through so I can get that, get yeah. that in there as well. Cause you know, that's something that, you know, people probably see if they go to the grocery store, but they don't buy because they think, oh, grocery store. Yeah. But no, man, it's fantastic. So. Interesting. Well, you'll have to so, talk yeah, to the I mean, fine. It's just more. You have to talk to the fine folks at Stumpy's when you're in town for uh, the yeah. uh, the thing. You can get the lemon stuff there and then you can get Lisa hooked up there with that go. there. So. Well, there. I did. I did make her one of those. I got I bought some good blackberry um, syrup uh, syrup. And uh, made her one of those, and she loved it. So, dude, I'm telling you, it's so good. It is good. Well, very cool. I am really happy for you. So your 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 goal is like Christmas season. I'm hoping so, but that but that's but going into it without even making any true plans. Yeah, you know that's that's just now getting the building. I've got to you know talk to contractors and you know get all the permits in and all that yeah. stuff done. You know, I've already got a head start on all the licensing. Um, I'm not, I'm down to one state of Indiana, man. I'll tell you, uh, there's so many freaking little, man. little, it is all these little 
you know, one, after you get everything done, you think you're done, you got one more to do. And then that, one more turns into two more. And it's like, so I'm, I'm well, down to, on the tobacco side of it, I'm down to one form I got to fill out. And I didn't know I needed to have until she just told me. Okay. Um, but then as soon as I take possession of the building, then I'll be filing for the liquor license and getting that going. And Very that's the cool. one that's going to take a while. So, yeah. So, yeah. But it'll be, you well, know, once I can get the contractors in there and help me uh, get, you know, because we're going to do ventilation system. My nephew's actually uh, in HVAC and he's going to help me get nice. the, the ventilation system set up. And that's vital. Um, that's one thing, too. You know, you know, Lisa, she she likes it to not be smoky. Oh, and dude. So she, Nobody does. She is very. No, but I mean. Even even coming in, you, you've been in the smoke pit. It's not yeah, super smoky. No, it's that's not. that's too yeah. smoky for her. Oh really? And she's like, she's like, I want to get this. I want to get the air as clean as we can possibly get. I'm like, okay. So she's actually found a couple of um, air purification systems that she's been talking to people that are going to come out and quote us on, you know, a, a additional air purification on top of the ventilation and all that. Yeah. So I'm hoping, and it, it has fairly high ceilings too. So that that help. helps a lot. Yeah. It does, and I'm hoping that we can make it, you know, one of the ones around here that's probably the most well-ventilated space for people to come. Well, like Lit in Chesterfield out here in St. Louis area. Those are real high ceilings. They are very, very high ceilings there, but, and that helps them immensely. But what that has also done is it has made Lit, I would argue, the cigar lounge in St. Louis... Maybe Stanley's to a degree, but Stanley's is kind of a, a class of its own. Um, but I would say that Lit, and and this is no disrespect whatsoever to Riverman or The Hill, um, Lit, no. I would argue, is the one where if you're out on a date and you're bringing a mm-hmm. wife or girlfriend, and maybe they don't smoke, maybe they smoke occasionally, you know, whatever, Lit's the one that I would say is the best one to go to. Specifically because, A, they have a really good bar, so you can get drinks and everything. But, B, because of those high ceilings, because of the ventilation, um, it's not smoky in any in any real sense of the word. And yeah. so you don't have a problem where your date is, you know, constantly struggling with the smoke in the air and everything like that. I mean, sure, I you know, if they pack in 200 people into that room... Dude, high ceilings, ventilation, nothing's going to help you at that point. But uh, if you've got a just average crowd going in there, I think it'd be yeah. great. I think it'd be yeah. great. Well, and that's something you, you – did you – yeah, we went to uh, Havana when you were here. That's right. Um, you know, that one is in the Fishers area. Yeah. That's really the closest lounge in our in our region. And it is a very high-end, bougie yes. – um, even a kind of a club feel to it. Definitely. Um, it, it was very nice, I, but it's, it, it was super nice, but, but it's it, when you're talking different, I, I it's a different demographic. It's a, di- of well, it's a different type of shop. You have, you have, yeah. you have the bars, you have the lounges, you have the shops. It's a totally different type of, uh, feel from what I'm gathering you're going for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you go to, you go to Havana and you're going cause you're going to have a really awesome meal. Yeah, you're gonna I mean, have a really good cigar, and you're gonna have a really good pour, and you're gonna spend 150 bucks. Well, yeah, I mean they've got food, you know, they've got a food menu, they got it all. They have the gorgeous waitresses and bartenders working exactly. and everything. I mean, you know, so no, it, it's it, and you're right. It's a very bougie is a good way of putting it. It's a very yeah. Bougie, and I'm not bougie meaning bougie is a bad thing. No, 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 I'm, no, no. I mean, it's look, more of that kind of hey, scale. It's it, it, all those places have their place in that you know. Um, 
when you're if you're wanting to take somebody out and really impress them, you know, a place like that might be where you want to go. But exactly, you know, yeah, and really, what we're trying to create is going to be a a casual a, environment, the neighborhood a, a, a cigar nice, lounge. Exactly, it's you know we're, we want it to look really nice, classy, but where anybody feels comfortable coming. The prices of the cigars aren't going to be outrageous. You know, the price of the pours are not going to be outrageous. It's going to be a place where people can come and enjoy and not feel like they just got, you know, their wallet raped, you know? Yeah, So definitely. that's what I'm really, really looking for is, is doing something like that that anybody feels comfortable coming into. Very cool. Which is kind of what the Cigar Lounge was supposed to be in the first place. I love you it. Know? I love it. This is great. <laughs> yeah. This is good news. Well, then uh, yeah. I guess then uh, Jeff and I need to uh, – Add uh, add another trip to Indiana to our to our uh, agenda for either late this year, early next year, sometime. And you know, absolutely, come out yeah. And, well, next time you're in town, I can show you the place too. So perfect. That sounds even nice. if it's not being worked on. So yeah, that's great. Well, I'm cool. Glad to hear this news. This is good. Yeah, we're we're real excited, man. Good, 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 good. Well, cool. Yeah. Guess what, motherfucker? Oh, it's that time. It's that time oh, for yeah. three cigars that we have smoked and enjoyed this week. So, uh, I don't know if you're ready there, Broccoli, or not, but uh, I am yeah. uh, bringing up my... You know, I, I will admit I've been a little... Not bad this week, but it's kind of one of those things where I've uh, kind of needed to uh, take note of my cigars... Uh, with Instagram because I have, I found myself this week, I've been really busy this week. And so what I found myself doing is, um, smoking a lot of just my normal go-tos and I don't post pictures of every time I have one of my normal go-tos because otherwise my feed would fill into, uh, you know, just a whole ton of, uh, the Romeo and Juliet, uh, reserve Nicaragua, reserve, uh, yeah, freaking, uh, uh, Perdomo Habano, Perdomo champagne. You know, I mean, it's like it's like I got about three or four that it's just like I just and well, and lately that Las Calaveras 2021, you know, that I'm just like yeah. hitting like crazy, and so um, I've been trying to. Uh, well, and bottom line, if you're like me, you're smoking five to eight cigars a day. Exactly. You know, do, do people want to see eight of my cigars I smoke today? Probably not. It would get to be. <laughs> I mean, you definitely fill up some news feeds. I'd, I'd give you that. That's but, true. But that anyway, so so I've been trying to post the pictures of ones that maybe I am um, just, uh, I don't know, the, the ones that kind of come a little out of left field, the different ones. So anyway, but but with that being said, I'm having to remind myself of what I've smoked because, um, like, I'm just thinking along the lines of what have I smoked this week and all that's coming to mind are all on my go-tos. So I don't know. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. All right. Um, I picked up one at the at Rudy's up in Fort Wayne. Um, one I'd heard a little bit about, but I had never smoked. It's called it's the uh, Villa Castagli. Okay. Castag yeah Castagli. Um, I didn't know much about it. I know um, Corey at our shop. He actually he smoked a few of them and really enjoyed them. And I don't know a lot about the cigar, but I do know that it was it was a really good cigar. I ended up buying three more of them when I was there. So that would definitely be my first one. Very cool. Well, my first one is one that uh, uh, Snappy Big Man, who was on Tuesday's episode with me, he mentioned it. Yeah. And when I was in a shop, I saw one, 
And I was like, you know, I haven't had one of those in a while, and I'm going to go ahead and do it. And it is the uh, the H. Upman by uh, A.J. Fernandez. Oh, yeah. Dude, I haven't had one of those in a while. Really good cigar. It smoked wonderful. Had a lot of good spice to it and everything. I really liked it. I'm trying to think if I've smoked that one or Kind of got like a little turquoise and gold band going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it kind of reminds you of the Metropolitan the way it looks. It looks like not. a Metropolitan, exactly, but it's yeah. not. It's, yeah. it's the H. Upman by AJ. And, dude, I mean, like I said, it's it's a good collaboration there. I really enjoyed it. All right. Well, I will tell you, my second one is one that we just got in today. It's from Casa Cuevas. It's the Prin- Prinsado Maduro. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it's a Classico Pr- Prinsado is what it's called. And, man, spicy cigar, full-bodied, just really good. Well, I mean, just got the box in today and opened up and smoked one, and it was already just smoking perfectly. Wow. So that was that was actually a really good line. Um Emily from uh, that was in there from yeah. the, the Ashwell Club. Yeah, she's actually the the rep for this brand for us. Oh, okay, so so we that we got these in there from her and and it's a great cigar. Very cool. Yeah, I the last Cuevas that I had was the uh, their their Patrimonio and it was it was good. I liked it. I've never had that one, but this one definitely was good for sure. Very cool. Well, my next one is um, one that. Uh, I know I've probably mentioned in this segment before. It's kind of a, I would put it on the edge of my go-to range, you know, range. Um, in that uh, I, I, I like it, and when I get it, I always pick up maybe two or three of them, and then I smoke them all really fast, and then I'll maybe go like a couple of months, and then I'll you know see it again and be like, oh yeah, I like that, and I'll pick up a couple of them and smoke them really fast and everything. But it's the uh, the Fonseca by my father. Yeah, I, I still never smoked that cigar. Dude, believe it's it or not, good. it's got <laughs> it's got good spice and good uh, good earthy flavors and everything to it, and um, hmm. it's it's a it's a really good you know just it's look is it gonna is it gonna well I don't want to say that because that might sound like I'm shitting on it but like it is it gonna let's put it this way it is a solid go to cigar it is a super solid yeah. go to cigar. Um, if I'm right, that's a fairly decent price too, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you're talking maybe eight bucks, like seven, eight bucks. Yeah. 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 So, and what's nice too, is it has that cedar, um, um, wrap around the, the body and foot of the cigar. And what I like to do with that is, uh, put it in my ashtray and light it on fire. And then you get that nice (laughs) cedar aroma, you know, off of that. That's always really fun to do when I'm in the ice tent and it's more confined. I'll tell you something else. I don't know if you've ever done it or not. Is light your cellophane on fire, man? You get that same smell. I kind of because cellophane doubt is. That. Are you serious? Are oh you being no, serious? No, I'm serious. Yeah, because <laughs> true cellophane is a cellulose based product. It's not plastic. Well, yeah. And when you but, burn it, you get a cedar smell off of it. Okay, it but that's beautiful if, smell. But that's if you get cellophane on a cigar that's actual true cellophane. And not a plastic. That's what I mean. True cellophane. Okay, you gotta make sure I was going to say. I was going to say because, yeah. like, you know, you, a lot no, of them, plastic. a lot of them are not necessarily true cellophane. So you gotta, no. you gotta watch and well, know what you're burning. No, you just light it on fire, and if it if it doesn't have that cedary smell, then you throw it away from you as far as you can. Well, yeah, because that's what start you do. Smelling like burning plastic. <laughs> 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 oh my god! No, the uh, the cedar smell is nice, especially like it you is. Know, I mean, I don't do it. Um, 
I mean, Gator's never been in the ice tent, but I will say it's nice to do when he's around because it cuts down on the uh, the funk, you know. Well, sure, I understand. You know, yeah, you I know got you. precisely what I, I mean. I know the funk. I know the funk. <laughs> and he's got the funk. <laughs> he's got. <the> anyway, <laughs> I, we won't get into that. But um, uh-huh. all right. So whose turn is it? All right, I think it's my yours. turn. Okay. So. I, you know, my number one, honestly, of this week is was the Agua. We already we already talked about. I was going to say so I'll leave that one on the list. I, that was top of everything. Yeah, and I smoked but, it this week, obviously with uh, Christopher and and it. You know, I already talked about it on the show on Tuesday, but it it would have made this list as well. Yeah, it, and like I said, it's going to make my top top five list for sure of the year. So, um, but I smoked another one. It's called it's Lampert Cigars. Um, and I really wish I knew more about this cigar. Um, I know, um, our rep from Espinosa, his name is Tyler Jones. Yeah. He's friends with the, the girl that, that, um, rolls these cigars. Her name's Indiana Ortiz, I believe is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, um, she, she recently has moved to another company is making these cigars and she, and these things are just fantastic. Um, I've only seen him in a couple places or in one shop, and that was up at Rudy's. Okay. I got it there. Um, but I've gotten a couple online as well, and really good cigars. Very cool. Well, my last one is actually one that got uh, got delivered via UPS to me just yesterday. Um, I'm sitting hmm. outside working on my newspaper, and the UPS man comes bouncing up with a box. And, uh, you know, so I open up the box, and I'm like, what is this? And uh, there's a nice fancy black box in there from our friends over at Blackbird Cigars. Mm. And so I did an unboxing video. So anybody who's seen that on my Instagram or whatnot knows exactly where I'm going with this. But uh, I didn't see it. I did an unboxing. And it was a very elaborate um, display for the Macaw. Oh, nice. Which, if you remember, was, I believe, I mean, dude, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty damn it's- certain it's the cigar that they sent out. To that tasting, it was group a slight tweak. Okay, slight tweak to and the smaller ring gauge. Yes, yeah, smaller that one smaller we got ring the, gauge. It's like sixty-eight ring gauge or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, this that one was one. I think like a fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Yeah, still still bigger than what I typically like, but it's it the is box helped but, it. But because it was a box press, it definitely kind of got a little bit smaller, you know. But mm-hmm. oh, dude, that was a good cigar. It's a good cigar. Yeah, it is. So there's nothing really from Blackbird I don't like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of their lighter stuff I was gonna say, like, the it's Finch not my flavor not, profile that's exactly it like the finch yeah. is, is a fine cigar it's not my flavor profile so i'm not like you know beating down the door for that but right. uh but you're right there's a i mean i the ones that i do like in terms of flavor profile oh dude i i have no complaints about anything that jonas is up to over yeah. there at blackbird yeah i love the unkind um that i i can't tell you how many of those cigars i sell it's just they're they're the just an awesome medium body cigar, but yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you know what? Since we don't have the uh, final third Friday segment now, why don't we get a report from Gator who is uh, on the road and uh, cool. unless he is uh, too Rocky mountain high to uh, actually get <laughs> me a, get me a segment here. Um, we'll go ahead and hear from Gator. All right. Well, on the line with an update on his travels, we have Gator. How are you, Jeff? What's shaking? Not much. It has been a whirlwind adventure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we uh, went went out to uh, Colorado. Actually, I, 
Breckenridge. I was going to say, so let's review and recap here. I think the last yep. time we talked to you, you were in you were in Colorado. You had driven from Kansas, and you were hating on the long drive through Kansas. Oh, God. And you it's, were in Colorado at that point. It's the longest damn state, and there's nothing. There's nothing for, like, 875 miles. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so you're in Colorado. Yes. In Colorado, and um, I, I visited a few uh, lounges while I was out there. I went to Capital Cigars um, in downtown Denver. Okay. And, you know, nice place. Um, you know, had a couple of nice sticks, talked to a few people, you know, had some nice conversations, um, talked to the owner there. He, he is also a podcaster, by the way. Really? Yep. And uh, I think does more like some all around man casting, you know, like liquor and cigars and okay. and you know a little bit of everything so gotcha probably probably more up trainbacks alley you know from uh Aladino there yeah but uh and went down had a had a cigar there i i will tell you my one takeaway from denver yeah um, i've never been i've never been to denver in my life okay i could not believe the amount of homeless people in denver really i've never well you know, we're we're from the St. Louis area, and well, you know, you'll see some of that from time to time. But like, I drove past this park in the middle of Denver, and it was like a tent city. Huh. I've never seen anything like this. And I, I some of the locals out there that I talked to later said that that's really just popped up like that since uh, the whole pandemic started. That it's just, you know, there there are these little tent cities popping up just anywhere they can stake a piece of ground and. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Interesting. I always contend that if I'm homeless, I'm doing everything in my power to get somewhere warm that doesn't have four seasons. I want to be somewhere that I can be outside all year round. Well, and you and I talked about that. If we were going to be homeless, we'd go to the Keys. Exactly. Yeah. And and if a hurricane comes, what happens? The government hauls us out. Exactly. So, you know, that or I'm strapping myself to a palm tree, one or the other. One or the other. So, uh, but, you know, go through Denver and had, had a fairly nice experience there in Denver and then headed up into the mountains. And I'll tell you, if I had a piece of coal in my ass, I could have made a diamond driving on some <laughs> of the road because there, like there was a reflector strip every 15 or 20 feet, whatever, but no guardrail. And like, I could look out the side of my FJ cruiser and stare to my death. Oh my gosh. I've never seen anything like this. And I'm thinking, if there was any ice or snow or if it was raining, how do people not just die, like, in in mass quantities on these roads? Subarus have that traction that grips to the road really well. That's what it is, yes. Yeah. yeah. What's the Subaru uh, count? Uh, 87. All right, all right. That was a day and a half, 87 Subarus. <laughs> And I didn't even go past a dealership because that would be cheating. That but, would be cheating. Although they yeah. wouldn't have any cars right now anyway. I will say I heard I heard a Subaru commercial after our last cast. Yeah. I started laughing when I heard the commercial come on. I told you. They're big yeah, out there. I think it was on KOA out in uh, Denver. I heard they're that, big so. out there, man. But dude went up to Breckenridge and that whole area is just gorgeous. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, oh, and by the way, I'm down to 5% on my battery. So if I lose what? you. Yeah, you know me. You I just, suck. I know. All right. So and, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, that whole area is just gorgeous. But I learned something, and people told me, "Hey, you're going to have to acclimate to the 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 heights, you know, the altitude." Uh huh. And I kind of scoffed it off. 
Oh my God, dude. I like, I was at a cigar lounge in fair play. It's called the Rocky mountain, uh, cigars okay. and it's in fair play, which is out in the middle of nowhere. But this guy has an incredible business because he's got such a high traffic count. So all these people that come out to their second homes or come out to vacation, there, all come by and just come in and, you know, they'll buy a handful of sticks, but he's moving mass volume from just the drive-by traffic. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. He's got a really neat business model and we've got to get him on the show. I talked to him about coming on with us okay, um, to talk about what he's doing and why he's doing it. One, one interesting thing. He can't have a walk-in humidor. Oh yeah. He's, he's at 10,000 feet. He's the highest cigar lounge in the country. Okay. Is, is his claim to fame, but the ambient humidity. Well, he's where in Colorado. Are, so, I mean, he probably is the highest. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> the, uh, and people are like, do you have any Colorado cigars? He goes, we, we grow marijuana here. Not, not tobacco. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. I would either, yeah, I heard, I heard, uh, Nate up at the counter say to somebody that I heard the, the owner told us the same thing later. And I thought it was funny. They nice. have a running gag going. So but, anyway, I'm sorry. So they can't have a walk-in humidor. He can't have a walk-in humidor because the ambient uh, humidity where they are is 10%. Oh, wow. So if he tries to have a walk-in humidor, every time the door open, it's just like a vacuum sucking the moisture out of it. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's got cabinet humidors set up. And, you know, he, he explained to me that that mitigates his risk because, you know, if one cabinet goes south, well, he loses some of his inventory, but if he had it in a walk-in humidor and it went south, he'd lose everything. Oh, that makes so a lot it, of sense. You know, yeah, it really, really does. Uh, but he's expanding. He's growing. They they also have a golf simulator in there, just like top shooters. Oh, okay. And he gets a ton of people that come in there, you know, just to play rounds of golf and do whatever. And um, so it's a really neat little place. And he has a nice little bar with it. So I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody that's up in the mountains there, anywhere near Breckenridge or Fair Play, or I can't remember the other cities around there, but if you're there, you know you're there. So. That's actually a really cool like thing to have in a cigar lounge. Like I, yes. I've never even thought about something like that. But you know, there's all the guys that you know they smoke cigars while they're out on the golf course. Well, at least around here, you know, you only are getting maybe what seven or eight months out of the year that you can play golf. So yes. that leaves you four or five. That your clubs are sitting in the closet just, you know, waiting for the next good day. And, uh, man, those golfers, they probably would uh, would flock to something like that, you know, in those oh, poor months. Or, you know, even when it's, like, stupid hot outside. Why go outside when you can go inside where it's air-conditioned and play? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and, and rainy days. Exactly. You know, and you and I have seen them. They, they have tournaments of top shooters. With exactly. That exactly. Yeah. They that, they get into it. That's interesting. That's actually a really cool uh, yeah. feature for that lounge. And and he also and again it's Rocky Mountain Cigars. Um, he also not to be confused with the festival, although I think his name helps him because when people search the festival, he pops up at the searches. Ah yes. Um, so it works out pretty good. But he uh, he also they they have a fly fishing um, thing where they'll actually take you out and like guide tours for fly fly fishing up in the uh, rivers there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he's he's got a lot of things going on there. It was a neat neat shop, and like I said, we'll have to get the owner on and and talk to him and let him kind of explain all the stuff I just peripherally touched on there. Gotcha. Very cool. But well, yeah, it was a great trip. Um, I actually left after the wedding. That was Wednesday, and I've come down to Wichita, Kansas, to visit some friends, and then I'll be heading back uh, Saturday or Sunday. So it's it's been a whirlwind, but it's been a lot of fun. You're visiting Dave, who was on the show with us. 
I am. Yeah. Very yep. cool. So he, uh, I think we're going to go to a ball game tonight. Dave's real big into baseball. Okay. You know, and I, I mean, what baseball I, team is, I mean, it's a, it's a, uh, minor league team. I was going to uh, say, you're not that close to like the Royals there. I don't know who, the, what's that? The Wichita what? The Wichita wind surge. Okay. The twin surge. Open your ears, oh. Jeff. Jesus Christ. They're oh, apparently they're a twins affiliate. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but it, it's kind of neat because he's got to go down and heckle <laughs> a lot of baseball players that made it to the majors later. Nice. So yeah, Dave. Dave likes to go just rip into people. So. Yeah, we've heard. We heard. Yeah. 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 I think I think JD Drew is the one that he went after. I was going to say it was JD Drew. I thought that he like went after really hard. Yeah, yeah, That's but funny. he's got it. <laughs> he had it coming. So, um, <laughs> one other quick thing to touch on regarding your trip to Colorado. So, how Rocky Mountain High were you the whole time? My aunts. I, I actually stayed in a condo with my two aunts, and God love them. They god. babysat for a couple of nights. Oh my god! You made your aunts <laughs> babysit you. I offered them some. They both turned me down. Dear God. Well, I knew that you had to be partaking when I got that video from you where you're like just staring <laughs> like a creeper into the camera as you're sitting in a bar. And guys, I mean, I, I, I haven't posted this video because I wanted to clear it with Jeff, but like <laughs> he's just like sitting there just staring and smiling into the camera and he's playing Afternoon Delight you know, by the cast of Anchorman. And right when it gets to that one certain point, he just all of a sudden just goes, boo, and then, like, just starts smiling and profiling again. And it's like like a 27-second video, dude. I mean, it's fairly long. Oh, and we just lost Jeff. Well, guys, this is what it's like to be friends with Gator. He has no phone battery at any given time. And you always run the risk when you call him of his phone dying. So I guess that's our update from Gator on the Road. He's in Kansas hanging with friends. And uh, I think he plans on being home this weekend. So, Jeff, when you hear the episode, just know you suck. Well, it sounds like Gator's having a good time in uh, Colorado there. He should be uh, rolling uh, his way back to uh, this area here, I guess, here shortly. When is he due back? Um, you know, I think he's due back this weekend. Um, because mm. I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, he's got to be back this weekend because, as far as I'm aware, he's going to be on Tuesday's show, and uh, unless uh, unless something falls through, that's uh, going to be our listener interaction Tuesday episode this month, and then that Friday, the twenty um, fourth is when we will smoke the final selection from the September My Monthly Cigars box. And then um, Tuesday the 20... What would that be? 29th, I guess? No. 25th? No. 29th is a Wednesday. 28th, 28th, 28th. Tuesday the 28th, um, that episode is going to be the episode that we do from the Riverman event. So... Um, gotcha. So I'm okay. pretty sure the the plan, as far as I'm aware, is that he should be back this weekend so that we can, uh, you know, get back on track. So good deal. But so how are you going to do that at the Riverman? You're going to have it set up in the back lounge there and just have 
No, you do your show what, from there. Well, you just gonna walk around. What we did last year um, is we had a little folding table um, just right out front, underneath that covered square foot or fifteen hundred square foot patio. You know that he's got, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, we had a couple chairs, and we just had it right there. And so what would happen is, um, you know, we would record some some talking back and forth and everything, and then people would just like walk up to the table, grab a headset, and jump on, kind of thing. And, That's cool, and it was that kind of a deal. So you know, you got that that kind of din of the of the crowd in the background and whatnot, and then um, from there, you uh, you know, we kind of got a little bit of you know, you get the hecklers that want to want to joke with you and whatnot while you're doing stuff. So it it is kind of a bit of a chaotic time, and I yeah. won't I won't lie the the editing to make it coherent for an actual episode is. Uh, a little bit of a trick, but that's all right. You know, it's fun. You know what you ought to do on this one? You ought to actually release two episodes, one uncut and oh, one God. that you've edited <laughs> so that people can actually get into the whole. Because honestly, I mean, think about that. If you're listening to the chaos of everything going on, yeah, it's going to be more like you feel like you're there. True. You know, so I mean, I think that would be kind of cool. And I, honestly, I mean, bottom line is your listeners but you're going to have a lot of your listeners there, but your listeners aren't going to give a give a crap about what's said. They're they're going to laugh about it more than anything else. Well, part of it though is that it's very um, it's very stop and go. It's not like how you and I are doing this now, where we sit down, we start, and then we go all the way to the end, and that's the episode. No, that's um, true. It's yeah, very yeah. it's very like okay, let's re- let's record with you, and then we record this segment, and then I stop it. And then I'm like, all right, man, cool, thank you, and blah, blah, blah. And then we go and do something else, and then we come back to it. So it's a very piecemeal at, at an event like that where you kind of uh, record little bits and then you put it all together. I mean, I could still do that, um, like an unedited version, but, um, you know, all I'm – essentially at that point what it really comes down to is not so much, you know, it being unedited in terms of content. It's more – edited for just the flow more than anything at that point. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Unless somebody says something extraordinarily wretched, in which case then I might cut <laughs> for content. But, you know. Let's so is your, but, is your buddy from the Hill going to be there to tell that joke that you said I he don't ever hear? I, no, I don't know. I thought you were just saying so is your, I thought you were saying so is your butt and I was going to be like whoa boy what no <laughs> no it's like what about my butt no um uh no speaking I don't speaking of my monthly cigar yeah, I know right what is my monthly cigar um no uh I don't know if Tron's going to be there or not I you know he uh obviously is more than welcome um I don't know if uh he's going to say that joke while he's there I've told you that joke off the air though <laughs> You know yeah, the you yeah. know the joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible joke. Yeah. Um, on a couple on a couple levels. <laughs> yes, no it 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 offends yeah. at least two or three different groups. But um, yeah, it, it does. Yes. What are, what are you gonna do? Um, but yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. I that's the thing. I'll be honest. I don't know who to expect at this. It's kind of that yeah. same. We kind of dealt with this last year, in that because it's not a ticketed event, it's just open. You just you never know going into it like what it's going to be. You know, you don't know yeah. uh, how many to to plan for. You don't know who's going to actually show up, and um, you just kind of hope that it works out. Um, ticketed events, obviously, you're a little bit more controlled. You kind of have an idea of you know, okay, you know, 500 people bought tickets, 500 people or less will be there. You know, kind of thing. But 
Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be a good time regardless. Oh, it's going to be a great time, dude. I mean, it's going to well, be Well, and a- I, think, I think cigar smokers, I mean, I think, you know, the way Gator was talking out there at Weston, you know, I, I think that cigar smokers are just ready to get out and mingle again. Mm-hmm. I mean, so tired of all the regulations and crap. And so let's just get together and, and smoke a cigar and have that, a conversation. That's exactly it. You know what? We're all kind of over this. And, um, you know, and that's not to minimize, you know, the situation for those people that have had it. And, um, you know, especially not to minimize it for those people who have either that have lost somebody to it. But exactly, at the same yeah. time, you know, there's a certain amount of like, we just got to start living our lives again. And yeah, yeah. you know what? Well, if we can do that by social distancing uh, outside and burning a bunch of tobacco, I don't see the problem with that. No, Just no, don't... and I'll be—I'll I'll be the first one to say, you know, it's definitely a real thing. I mean, I had it, had it pretty bad. Yeah, we didn't mention that when you were on your I've... hiatus there. We we didn't like you know bust you. I know. I didn't want to be all like, yeah, oh, no broccoli's got COVID, you know, and everything. But you know, yeah, we were. But I mean, it's one of those things too. It's like you know. Once you're once you're through, you're like, okay, I've had it now. Hopefully, the antibodies are going to last for a while. And dude, they say um, that they work did, a hell of a lot better than the vaccine does. That's what I've heard. And so. the other thing, you know, I'm thinking we've all been exposed to it at some point at, by now. It's a virus. We all have exactly. It's a virus. <laughs> it, you know, it's going to be with us forever. It's going to be, you know, now is it going to be? Oh man, Ugh. dude, you start talking about mosquitoes, one just flew in my mouth. Ugh. Ugh. I saw you reacting. I was like, "Oh God!" Yeah, you better you hope cut that off. You want? <laughs> no, I might leave that. You better hope it didn't have like squirrel <laughs> blood in its butt or something like that. You know, it's like. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, mosquitoes don't taste good. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh God! Hope Dude. I didn't. Hope I didn't screw up my cigar here. Oh God! God. You're gonna get some weird disease from whatever blood it was sucking. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Uh, how did some I, new variant exactly <laughs> your patient zero <laughs> <laughs> damn it damn it oh, <laughs> no oh um, god oh my god sorry i lost my whole train <laughs> i was gonna say oh, <laughs> weird oh god we we're talking about um the cigar events and everything, and I, I guess the only oh, word of wa- cor- wa- word of uh, warning I would say is, you know, guys, uh, maybe just don't share your cigars amongst each other if you want to, you know, stay, uh, stay, you know, free from the COVID. But you know, or oh do. wait, so I mean, you're saying you, you didn't invite Mon- Monica Lewinsky? Then what's up with that, man? Maybe she wants to come and smoke a cigar with you. I don't know if she actually. Smoked. Maybe she wants to share the brown couch with you. I don't. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if she actually ever smoked that cigar. I mean, she smoked it in a way. Uh, no, I think. I but... think. Yeah, I think. I think Bill's <laughs> the one that smoked it. <laughs> Do you think he smoked it? You know, he's just wretched enough. But I'm sure he probably. I'm just did. saying. Do you think he smoked it? I. You know, I kind of hope. I kind of hope not, because I've always heard it was a gherkin. Hopefully, he wasn't smoking gherkas. Oh, dude! Yeah, Wait, should I say that on here? I, dude, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck gherka. Um, no, um, you know, I, I there's a part of me that actually hopes he did smoke it. It's like, you know what? If you're going to go that far with it, light that bastard up. You know what, Bill Clinton? If you're listening to this right now, yeah, call exactly. into the pulpit line. Yeah, there you go, Bill. <laughs> call the pulpit line at eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero, and let me know. Did you smoke it? 
<laughs> so, so I cannot wait for your best impressionist <laughs> listener to call it is Bill Clinton now. <laughs> I didn't inhale. <laughs> I didn't inhale. Oh my wait, God. that wasn't Clinton, was it? That was that was Bush, wasn't it? No, I thought Clinton wasn't also. Wasn't Bush that said he didn't inhale? I thought Clinton also oh. copped a smoking it weed may have been not that. inhaling. I don't know. Somebody said that they tried weed They've, but didn't inhale. But they all know. smoked it. Mm-hmm. W was a party guy, man. He he did a lot more than just <laughs> just the, the pot, you know. I mean, uh-huh. that guy was an animal. How, so, are you all the way down to the to the Brock now? I am. Or you uh, still got a lot of cigar left. I'm about yeah. Well, you're not. You're you're not you and I are okay. probably right about even there. I had to take okay. the band off because I mean. We're, yeah, Do I was you saying, think it, it, yes, it let's got talk, lighter? Let's talk about the Ashton VSG for a minute, considering well, we've see, I felt like kind it, of been smoking it and forgetting about it. Well, you know, I'm just past the halfway point, probably a little bit more than halfway, and I feel like it actually lightened up in, in yes. strength. It didn't yep. feel quite as, as strike. The flavors are still there, but the it's spi- not as strong. The spice is definitely ramped significantly back. I will totally mm-hmm. agree with you. It has gotten lighter. Um, it's kind of and the retrohale is creamy. Out. Well, I haven't done a retrohale. Retro almost let me, creamy. Let me do that. Do the retrohale. Okay, it's more of a nut, nutty creamy. <coughs> yes. Do you get pepper? No, I just took too much. Smoke. Oh. Um. Okay. Although there's a little something something on like that that lingers. See, I didn't get any pepper at all. I just got like a creamy nutty flavor. Oh. That just might be my. My soft uh, nostrils there more than anything, um, but yeah, no. Yeah. But you're right. It is. It is a much more mellow, nutty, creamy, soft retro hail than uh, yeah. than earlier. You're right. It doesn't have that like that's a nice transition. That, that blast that it had early on. Yeah. So I'm it's, expecting once we get another half inch into this, we'll probably start kicking it up again. More than likely, probably get, get kicks, you, probably kicks yeah. you in the beginning, mellows back out, and then kicks you at the end. Which mm-hmm. I, I, you know, that's the thing that that is a good transition to it. Now, the one thing going back to the Yagua for a minute, um, mm. there was a lot of flavor in that cigar, but there was one thing that Christopher pointed out on Tuesday's show, and I don't, I wanted to get your um, opinion of it now. Um, so he, we both pointed out that probably in the final third of that cigar, um, some spice started to creep into it and it, it, as you, you know, burned it down to the, to the final, you know, nub of the cigar, um, you know, that spice was there and prevalent and, uh, both on the smoking experience and the retro hail. He pointed out that he would have liked to have seen that maybe come a little earlier in the cigar because he really enjoyed it. And it was one of those things where you kind of always hate when you get a cigar and you finally hit that flavor note that you really, really like, but you hit it in the final third. And then at that point, um, you know, you've only got so little left of the cigar that you're actually enjoying the, uh, the flavor note that you actually really wanted from it. Um, what, did you get that? And what do you feel about like that kind of an idea? Yeah. I mean, so, so he was wanting more of the spice in the second half, you said? In the, it can't, we both encountered it kind of in the third, the final third. And he was saying that he would have liked it to maybe come in 
at, at the very least at the halfway point, you know, that bringing in a See, little, little that, sooner. Yeah, because the first, first and second third, I was getting a light, like a cayenne pepper on the retrohale, okay. just a light one. And then that final third, it kicked up to a red and black pepper both. So you got more of that black more of pepper, that pepper. Note in the, in the yeah. final third. But I'll tell you something I got all the way through was cinnamon red hots. Okay. And I'd never gotten that. You know, usually if I get cinnamon, it's baking spice. But this was more of the candied red hots. Okay. And I don't know if that's coming from that, that under-fermented wrapper as they they wrap it up and let it age. Maybe. Or what that is. But it was beautiful. And that that and also the... The sourdough bread was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I really loved that. And I got, you know, it started out as just bready, and then I was getting more of the rye and sourdough. And then the end, it was just all that toasted, buttered sourdough bread. It was just beautiful. Nice. Nice. But, yeah, yeah, that spice did pick up at the end. But I felt like I still had a little bit of the cayenne pepper early on, but not a lot. I don't remember much. Maybe there was maybe just a small little hint of pepper on the retro hail on it that was earlier. just small it was, very, it was very more small. of what was hanging on the tongue yeah i'll be honest i didn't really get it on the tongue i got it more on the retro hail but maybe you know but i don't know i'm also trying to remember back like you know five days or better now so um yeah well time to grab one out of the box and smoke it maybe, maybe. again i may do that next i haven't even cracked that box open yet it's still got the cellophane all around the box and everything so just chilling in the humidor, but it is a beautiful presentation in that box. Oh, too, I know, man. man. The way they do that, that box that looks like the crate and they've got that palm leaf in there. Yeah. And, and it's just, Oh, it's so nice wrapped up. And yep. I will say one thing, it's a pain in the butt when you're ready to smoke a cigar and you have to go through all the unwrapping of that thing to get, mm-hmm. get to your first cigar. <laughs> oh, well, good to note. <laughs> As I'm like, but it's telling you it. that I haven't it's even opened it. it yet. So, Oh man. Yeah. So good. I just cracked open another box of those uh, Romeo uh, Reserva Real uh, Nicaraguas today. Mm. Um, I was uh, I had finished the one box that I had, and I had another one on deck, and uh, so I, I cracked into that for for my drive. But it's great. I mean, AJ didn't put out bad stuff, and just a combination of AJ and Romeo on that one was just beautiful, dude. And and you and I have talked about it before, and you know, Snappy and I talked about it Tuesday. But like that, I I would definitely make a. You can make a very solid case that's the best Romeo on the market right now. Yeah, and again, back to your, your my palates, we yeah. like the stronger cigars. True. So you know the. The guy that likes a mild mild cigar with a coffee is probably going to like the 1875 Connecticut. Yep. You know, yep. and but but this one is the first one out of the Romeo line that I really felt like was in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. completely, all the way down. So. Yep. Oh, I dig it. I dig it a lot. Well, very cool. Well, why don't it's definitely we... one I want to get in the humidor? Oh, I you dude, you should you need it. You need it. Yeah. If you're going to bring I in some, I mean. You bring in the the red band Romeo Reserva Real, and you bring in that that blue band uh, Reserva Real. You're set because the red band. Mm-hmm. I mean, the red band's a classic. I mean, dude, when I started smoking, um, you know, I started off with a Monte Cristo White series um, out there in Vegas. You know, I brought that back and everything, and then um, and then for a while I was doing some Fuentes. I couldn't couldn't tell you even what they were, and you know, and. I'll be honest, um, if there's, I respect the hell out of Arturo Fuente, both the company, I respect the hell out of Carlito, 
and everything. I mean, they've mm-hmm. they've, they've made themselves a powerhouse brand. But Absolutely. if I had but if I had one criticism of Fuente they all cigars, taste the same. <laughs> yes, to some degree, but um, <laughs> until you get to the high end stuff, I was going to say until you get to like the Opus X's and all that kind of stuff and whatever, right? But, but I'm not talking about those. I'm talking like their core line. They all yeah. look the same. Vitola, Vitolas are different, but by and large, the band, the red band, the bands all look yep. the same. The boxes all look the same. You know, by and large, they all look the same, just different Vitolas. And so it's hard for me to tell you. You know, I mean, if you're a, a Fuente nerd. You're going to be like, oh, that's the blah, 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 or the whatever, you know? And sure. Everything. But, like, for me, I can't tell you what Fuente I smoked on the regular. And I smoked it a lot. I mean, I pretty much, I I, I had that, that white series. I tried another white series back here in Illinois. And for whatever reason, it just did not taste the same as the one that I got out in Vegas. It, it was just way, way different. And I did not have a good smoking experience with that one. And so that's when I was like, all right, I want to try something different. And that's when I tried this, uh, the Fuente. And for the longest time, that was like, that was it. I mean, that's all I smoked. I'd go to, go to the Tinder box in Fairview Heights and I would buy like five or six of those Fuentes and that would get me through the week and you know, whatnot and everything. And I mean, that was it. And, um, yeah. Um, I then switched to, and the, the reason that I'm bringing all this up I then switched to the Romeo Reserva Real, the red band, when I mm-hmm. went in there for the Fuentes, and they didn't have the Fuentes, and I wanted to find something else. So that's when I switched to the Romeo, and I smoked the hell out of the red band Romeos for the longest time. I mean, so like these guys that, are, that, that you hear about that it's like all they smoke is one specific cigar, I was that guy starting off. I mean, I, sure. I completely and totally was that guy starting off, and... I'm trying to remember when it was that I actually started like saying like, okay, I'll try this. I'll try that. And I kind of want to say it was when I stumbled my ass into the hill for the first time. And the only reason I even went there is I was over in St. Louis and I Googled cigar shops near me and that was the closest one. And I went to it and obviously, you know, I love it, Yeah. but, um, Mm -hmm. but I went in there and I found, you know, my Romeo's. But they had so many other cigars, and it was, you know, yeah. the, t- the Tinderbox in Fairview. Look, it, it it's close, it's okay. Um, their selection is all right. I mean, I've I've found better selections in other places, and um, but like the hill just blew them out of the water. So I'm seeing all this stuff, and I'm like, I want to try this. I want to try that, and. I mean, and I'm and I'm just blindly picking stuff up. I don't know anything about what I'm picking up. I don't know anything about any of the flavor profiles. I don't know what it is. I don't know anything at all. And I'm just grabbing yeah. stuff, and that's how that started was just yeah smoking around. And then from there, well, now here I am. So yeah, well, and that's you know I, when we went to the hill, um, Smurfette. What's her name? Mm. Jessica. Jessica. She, um, I love that you remembered <laughs> the nickname that Strong gave her. <laughs> I love that. I just remember the blue, the yeah, blue hair. the blue hair, Jessica um, there, yeah. Yeah. She she was awesome, and that's and that's something that I love to do when I go into the humidor with somebody is, you know, she was very good at that. And, you know, I already knew some of the cigars I wanted to smoke. Yeah. But she was able to walk me through to a couple of them that I hadn't tried yep. and tell me more about them. And that's that's part of the fun of being in this business is – you know, when you get somebody 
like you said, someone that smokes one brand all the time and you just don't happen to have that one. You're like, well, they usually will ask, well, what's something like that? Then you take them over to some smaller brand that you know is a similar profile. And yes, you know, what a good tobacconist will do. We'll give you a good recommendation yep. to try. And I can't tell you anybody that I've talked to that we've done that with that hasn't come back and said, I think I like that one better than, than, than the ones I was smoking before. Well, and I'll tell you. And it's just amazing. And a good tobacconist will do exactly what you just said, which is find a cigar that is similar to what the person is inquiring about. Not necessarily mm-hmm. someone that will take them to a cigar that is their personal choice. You know, because right. let's be real. You know, if somebody walked into a humidor and said, well, you know, I, I can't find this one. What do you recommend? You know, I could be a dick and be like, oh, here, I love the Tricky Tracker. I love the blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and name off all these like strong, right. spicy, you know, meaty cigars. But if they're asking me about a Fuente or a Romeo Red Band, you know, no, I'm not going to say, oh, here, try the freaking Jacob's Ladder by, you know, Southern Draw. You know, you're going to find something comparable to that if you're doing exactly. your job well. And right. so, yeah. Because, I mean, shit, you give them a wrong recommendation, A, they don't trust you anymore, and B, you may have turned them off from, like, all kinds of different stuff. Yeah, I mean, and the bottom line is you may turn them off from cigars ever, mm-hmm. let alone the fact they're probably not going to come back to your place ever again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the whole goal of what we're doing here is to expand the community, not, not you know, just try to share something we like because we like strong cigars, so... Well, and people build up to that, you know, if they, they want, do, they if do. they want to, if they want to, if they want to, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. they can be perfectly happy. Like, I mean, look at Jeff. He's perfectly happy in that shade grown Connecticut range. You know, he'll yeah. branch out and he'll do the, you know, some of the sun growns. He'll, he'll do a Maduro once in a while. He'll do maybe a heavier cigar periodically. Typically when I force it on him is that that's the one that we're smoking this time. <laughs> But um, but by and large, I mean, if he has his way, he's going in the humidor and he's buying, you know, quorums, obviously. But he also is buying, uh, you know, the Connecticut Leaf by Oscar. He's buying he's buying Connecticut's. And hey, you know sure. what? If that's what he likes, that's hey, what he, he likes. likes him, that's all that matters. That's exactly. Yep, it. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. And I found myself even even more in the last couple months where I'm trying a lot more of the milder cigars because I've gotten myself so accustomed to all I smoke strong cigars. And it's like, you know, it's kind of opened my mind up a little bit more lately just because, you know, they're still really good cigars just because they don't give me the strength. Doesn't mean they're not good cigars. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. They're in that medium or mild pro. I mean, like the, the 1502 XO. Yeah. I mean, that's a mild plus cigar, but it is the most complex cigar I've smoked. And it's amazing. I got a couple for you guys to bring out to oh, you nice, too. So nice, nice, nice. Um, um, but it's, but they're great cigars, and and that's the thing, you know. Someone comes in and says, you know, I only smoke Padrones, and I'm like, well, okay, first of all, that guy's probably used to spending twenty bucks for a cigar, so I can take him over to the XL. He's not going to be freaked out. True. I'll tell you because though, it's a twenty dollars cigar. The the thousand series, the Padrone, just thousands. You know, I, um, I do, wasn't a fan, oh, man, dude. If you're not wanting to spend 20 bucks on a Padron, and, but you're wanting to get, I mean, look, is it going to be the same as like a 1964 or, you know, one of those or something like that? No, it's not going to be at that level. But uh, if you're wanting to spend like, you know, eight bucks, 
Yeah, sure, you know, sure, the, yeah, the, yeah. The five thousand, six thousand, dude. You can find way worse cigars than oh yeah, than those cigars. Yeah. I mean, those are solid, solid padrones. So yeah. Yeah, but you know, it seems like usually when someone comes in and says, "I only smoke padrones," they're usually talking about the sixty fours, the twenty sixes, yes. the anniversaries. It's very seldom that they're buying the, or they may be you know, buying them, but they're not actually thinking that as much. True, At least the ones that I've talked to. True, but I'll say this, man. Um, I've talked about him on the show before. Hal, uh, God rest his soul. Hal was that customer at the Hill, and uh, um. He uh, he's no longer with us, but man, he was a huge Padron smoker. And I asked him one day. We were talking one day, and it was like, you know, the inevitable question of you know, if you could only smoke one cigar for the rest of your life, what would it be? And his answer was a Padron six thousand. Really? He was the, the now the six thousand and the now remind natural, me natural the I believe. series. So the one thousand through six thousand. Are they all different cigars, or is different each Vitolas. one of them just a different size? I think okay. it's different sizes. Six thousand, I think, is the bigger ring gauge, isn't it? Seven thousand, I think, is the biggest. The biggest, okay, okay. Because yeah. um, I wouldn't mind trying one of the smaller ring gauge ones again. Because yeah. it's been a long time, and they but come I, in. They, I, I know they come in what the natural and the Maduro. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, dude, for the price, it's hard to beat them. You know, they're basic. Mm-hmm. They're basic patrons, but dude, they're they're not bad. They're tasty. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's when you want that Padron experience, but you don't, you just don't quite want to commit to like a 1964 or 29 or whatever it is. You know, it's like you, you, 26, yeah. 26, 26. Yeah. You can, you can yeah. still, you know, get a good smoke out of it, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you going back to the Hill for a minute. Um, they, uh, they've expanded out their humidor a little bit, not like by size, but they've kind of, um, um, taking some of the some of the cigars that maybe aren't moving, and they've uh, moved them out and brought in some new stuff. And the last time I was there, they had the a uh, uh, bunch of uh, the Rojas, including the Blue Bonnet in the Lancero. And mm-hmm. that look, I am not a Lancero guy. I've said this many many times, not a Lancero guy. But um, you got me that Lancero when we visited mm-hmm. you back in April and um, that blue bonnet Lancero is just lights out fire, man. So good. It is. And that's one of the top five for me this year too. Mm. It's such a great cigar and, and it's not a strong cigar. It's, it's definitely in the solidly in the medium range, yeah. but the flavor complexity on that cigar is just so good. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. a it's fantastic cigar. So not, man, shit. Now I need to go over to the hill. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, well, Rojas is just they're making some good stuff. I mean, the Street Taco series was really good. Yeah, but I, I still think the Blue Bonnets is my favorite from their line. Yeah. I just really enjoy that cigar. That was the one that had the blueberry taste to it. It has yep. a blue like a dry blue, but that one has just a very subtle blueberry note. The sapphire from that was the, one. Is the one that, that was, was very the one blueberry. that was the very blueberry one. Okay, yeah, I knew that one of them had a very blueberry. And okay, you're right. It was the sapphire because yeah. that was the one that we smoked on the show when you guys got me wasted yep. on moonshine. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. By the way, you're not drinking your rum very very much right now. No, I I've noticed the, the can hasn't even moved. I popped it open, but I've been yakking. I haven't actually had a drink yet. You're right. Um. Well, hey, you know what? We need to talk about my monthly cigars, so go ahead and put that in, 
and then you can take a few swigs. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'll go ahead and put in Pinky's ad here because um, I don't. Yes. I don't feel like doing it, so I'll just let Pinky handle this now. <laughs> She's and better you know, anyway. I, we all know. I that. know everybody likes hearing Pinky. Hey, Nick keeps I'm, saying that I need to just have her do like a more expanded out, you know, commercial, sure. not the little shorty one. That let's be real. The only way, reason I have that little audio track anyway is uh we we put it together for that one episode where we mocked the cigar authority and i had to have some uh some pre-recorded commercials to drop in yeah you know? so <laughs> it's like that's why well, we did that but we we were a little lisa and i both especially lisa was disappointed because she wanted to meet pinky too yeah um and i know she's not gonna be out there but we'll eventually be able to get over there to meet her but oh definitely i thought i thought lisa's idea she texted you was a pretty good idea i like it i like it yes and by the way guys uh before we get into the uh mmc ad here real quick i would like to uh since since broccoli just brought this up uh remind you all about our contest that we are running um i am looking for segment ideas and so you need to put your thinking caps on give me some legitimate segment ideas nothing stupid like you know who took the bigger deuce this week you know that kind of thing but like you know give me some legitimate segment ideas and uh, email them to nick at cigarpulpit.com, N-I-C-K at cigarpulpit.com, and include your um, name and mailing address in the email. And um, on, I believe, the show that we're doing on Friday the 24th, um, so I will need, well, on that show... We're going to read them all off and discuss them all and figure out, you know, like which ones we like and all this and everything. And the top three are going to win um, uh, prize packs for me uh, with cigars from my personal humidor. So um, you just need to get those submitted to us by no later than this upcoming Tuesday, the, what would that be, 21st? Would that be 20? No. 21st, 21st. Tuesday. Okay, yeah. So I don't have a calendar. Well, I do have a calendar in front of me on my phone, but I'm not looking at it for some reason. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, Tuesday the 21st. Um, get those uh, suggestions in no later than Tuesday the 21st, and then that way um, we can read those for the Friday show. And, yeah, you can you can win some stuff from, from my humidor. And, Broccoli, you've seen my humidor. You've seen what I'm sitting on. Yeah. I mean, people can. Can get... I pick them out for the, for the winter? No. <laughs> Come on, man. No. I'm going to be. You get a box of Yagua. Yeah, that's that. that yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's put it that way. No, that, you got to. I will that, say, you got you have a wide range. I've, I probably, you know, I was looking through here. I probably have maybe 1,000 cigars, maybe a little bit more than that right now. Um, I would say you had. Probably close to double that, maybe. You don't, eh, maybe no. not. Nah, maybe maybe fifteen hundred. You think you don't think it was that much? Boy, I don't think I have that many. I don't know. It I've never counted like, them to be honest. Well, because you had those big totes. That I would were say just I have. Singles. I have those three big totes that are just singles, and then there's and that's that, the thing. Those and then big there's that totes, avo humidor that's full of right. singles too. So, well, but the thing is with those singles, I mean, in those big totes, I mean, you could spit. You could easily put five hundred or more in that. Easily. Well, and they're all full. Those three big totes are all yeah. full. Yeah, yes, I, so. I, I would say you're, you're upwards over fifteen hundred oh, cigars, probably. God. But the cool thing is, you're, you, you're like me. My, my humidor. I've, yeah, I've got one tupper door like you do that is full of boxes of cigars I mm. bought. But then everything else is singles throughout the humidors, and you know, 
it's everything. It's a little bit of everything. And that's one thing you have in yours is a little bit of everything. Oh yeah. So no, there's, it can be very unique. What you, what you send out to across the board. I mean, because and some old stuff too. Oh dude, there's a lot of stuff that's sitting there that I've just had because it all keeps accumulating. And I mean, and that's mm-hmm. the thing, you know, it's not that I'm necessarily going out and just purchasing left and right. I mean, yeah, there's obviously some cigars that I have actually purchased in and amongst all this stuff, but I mean, Stuff from, uh, you know, two TPEs worth of shows, stuff that's been sent to me, um, stuff that I got at, uh, hell, I've still got stuff that I got from the Kansas City Cigar Festival in 2019, and then 2020 didn't take place, but rather than get a refund on my ticket, I elected to go ahead and still have them send me the cigars, you know, by mail, so I have all the cigars from the, well, I don't know about all of them, I've probably smoked some of them, from the uh, 2020 kansas city cigar festival shit that's right that's 40 cigars right there you know Mm -hmm. um two years worth that's 80 cigars you know so i mean it it over time has definitely built up in in size of of what all i've got and well and you have like i said you have some stuff that's hard to find like the um the um amazon basin that cao that you had in there that i Mm. swiped from you yep you know i've been trying to find one of those around here I think you did because I swiped one of them. Yeah, I was saying, and I you smoked got one it. It was a good cigar. Yeah, yeah. And, but it was you know there's a lot of good stuff in there. Just just so you know, you put your you know get your comments in, and I guarantee you'll get a good price package. Exactly. So. Well, why don't we go ahead and hear from Pinky about what my monthly cigars is? This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! She's delightful. Oh, wait, that's Nick. <laughs> well, you're filling in for Gator. Well, <laughs> she's delightful. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet her. She seems like an awesome, awesome girl. I think her and my wife will hit it off pretty well. Oh, I agree. I agree. And it's a shame that she's not going to be around this time for the uh, the Riverman event. But they they have a very busy schedule with um, you know, without giving too much away, they've got a boy in baseball, and you know when you've got. Hey, family's uh, first, man. I get it. When you got a kid in baseball, man, it's it's a constant travel schedule, it seems like. So, well, they're only know. little ones, man. Uh, <laughs> they're that's, only that, little ones. That's exactly it. And so and she's very active in terms of going to all the games and everything like that. And so it's I mean, you know, I get it. I totally get it. So Yeah. But Yeah. Anyway. Well, we so, what? Question. So, do you want to? You want me to bring up the hashtag idea I was telling you about? Yes. Why we, don't have, we, do that? we keep saying we're going to do it. We keep forgetting. Yeah, I was saying. Why don't we go ahead so, and do this? So, okay. I don't know if this is something you want to do or not. But this was not. This is an idea that I had was. So, as as a listener, oh, this listen is your suggestion. Show, this is my suggestion. This is your suggestion. Okay. All right. It, is that cool? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you're not going to win anything because you didn't email it to me. But hey, what the? Well, fuck? no, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, no. But I already told you about this. I well, you've you raided my humidor already, so you know whatever. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm, I'm coming back to town, man. Oh, you that's true. I was going to say, shit, he's coming back for more. <laughs> anyway, that's right. 
bringing a trailer this time. Oh God. Anyway, <laughs> but no, um, something I thought would be kind of fun is to have the listeners listen to the show mm-hmm. and then, you know, listen to all the bullshit that's said throughout the show and all the stupid things that are said, Yeah, you know, the Nick, the Nick isms, the Jeff isms, whatever, <laughs> and come up with a hashtag for that show. Okay. You know, like this one, like this one, you know, I wish I'd have been paying more attention to more of it, but well, you, you are know, like th- Gator. Th- you're sitting there doing the show and you're not paying attention. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it, I'm so, giving you crap. So I mean, go, you know, you could have hashtag Golden Shower, and only <laughs> someone that knows that listen to the show He's would gonna... understand that. <laughs> so then you know, you you comment back on the parishioners page, something like you know, put a put a meme up or whatever you want to, and put hashtag Golden Shower on there, okay. and that's your that's your entry. I don't know if there's any kind of giveaway or if it's just more of a fun thing to get people laughing and joking or whatever, yeah, I don't know. or, I, you know, or even maybe post, you know, maybe you or, or I could, or Jeff or whatever post on this parishioners page, say, you know, let's, let's see your hashtags from this episode and just let people just have fun with it. I like that idea for no other reason than, you know, a, it gets everybody to, you know, in a roundabout way, kind of point out what was the thing that, stood out to them from that episode because if you yeah. drill it down to just that one thing and let's be honest it is so incredibly difficult for me to write the show notes for this thing every time because <laughs> we i mean come on you listen you i mean you've been on it we bounce around so yeah. many different topics that it's so hard to say in this episode we talked about blah 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 blah, blah. you know it's not like there's an overarching theme you know, that I can say, like, this episode is about... Now, I guess we talked a lot about lounges and, you know, like, what, you know, you with the the early stages of opening a lounge and whatnot and everything, but nonetheless, yeah. I mean, it's like, there's not one specific overarching theme in a lot of our episodes, and so it's difficult for me to do the show notes, but I think it, you're right. I think it would be interesting to find out amongst all of the just ridiculous bullshit that we spout out in these episodes what is the thing that's popping out and sticking with somebody you know yeah and honestly if it's something that's not janky i mean if it's if it's one of the cigars we smoked Mm -hmm. you know if it's hashtag yagua because you really want to try that cigar and you thought it sounded good you know anything on there i think would be fun and it might spark our conversation with people yeah yeah Nope. And that's the whole goal of the purchaser's page, I'm assuming, right? It is. It is. I like that idea a lot. So um, let me, let me you know, think on that a little bit. We can flesh it out a little bit, see if there is some sort of a way that maybe we can, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, you know, if we were thinking about this ahead of time, we could have said this at the beginning of the show so people could try it this time and see if it worked. <laughs> or they can just go back and listen to this again. There you go. Get double <laughs> listens on it. I like it. Boost uh, those numbers, baby. Boost, boost those, those numbers. numbers. Um, <laughs> I actually, I have some other ideas for other things, but th- it's not relevant to this conversation right now. Um, Let's go. Do it. Nah, I, th- that's something I'm going to talk to you about afterwards. But um, Okay. But, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, no, nah, I, I don't know. I've just, I've, I, I like that idea, and I, you know, I like We've got. I've gotten a fair number of emails sent in already. Not. I haven't been inundated. So let's be real, guys. Yeah. If you uh, if you think you have a good idea, get it into me because you may actually have a really good shot at winning if you really come up with something creative. Um, but uh, you know, it's one of those things where I I you know we've been doing 
kind of the same stuff, and it feels like we have one segment on Tuesdays, which is the Ask the Boys. We have one segment on Fridays, which is the Three Cigars for Smoking. I, I you know, I kind of like to expand that out a little bit um, to where we have a couple per show for no other reason than too. It makes content creation a little easier for me. You know, it's one of those things where I know if I have to fill half an hour with just general conversation, but then I have these three segments that we have to do, that we have to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, it kind of, uh, it makes it easier for, for sitting down and banging an episode out, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and the good thing about doing something like that too is, you know, if you, if you have some kind of a, whatever the segment is, it's going to be different content every time. Precisely. So that, that just creates more, more different content, even though it's the same segment every time. Yeah. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. So well, very cool. So does so has Lisa entered in since you texted to her, or do I need to get her to email it to you? Because oh. I want to raid your humidor when I'm over there. <laughs> I mean, technically, I ought to be a hard ass and tell you to uh, have her uh, have her email it to me. Have her email it. Um, I'll, know, I'll, I'll have her do that now because I was going to say I, mean, I ought to I ought to be a hard ass about it because, in all fairness, I have gotten a few others through my uh, Instagram direct messages, and I've told them make sure you email right. it to me and everything. So. So yeah, I'll, I'll be. I'll a tell you because I think she has a winner. I think she has a winner. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So, and and my thought is, if, you know, if, if that's the case, you don't have to pick the package out. I'll just reach into your Yagua box and God grab damn a it. See, that's not the way this works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I mean, look. There's a very real possibility someone might get a Yagua, but I'm just saying, you know, it's like I'm trying to like not give away my whole box. You know? It's like. I know you. You're just uh, like, oh, I got you. here's a nice prize from the humanoid. Yoink, you know? <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, my God. Padron 26? Sure thing. You know, I actually <laughs> might have a couple of those rattling around in there now that I think about I got it. one. I got one sitting here. It's kind of my celebratory stick for when things start going 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 ahead on this thing. So, uh, so yeah. You got to have that good celebratory mm-hmm. stick locked and loaded and ready, man. I got a few in there. That, well, I still got those fine and rares. I smoked one of those. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to smoke the next one. I'm, I'm thinking about bringing a few of them that I bought from Dan last time to smoke out there while I'm sitting there, too. And yeah. obviously buy, buy as much as I can from him as well. But, you know, I, you know, think I, I may bring a few that I've already bought from him. I'm fairly sure he is officially sold out of those fine and rares. I don't think I heard. Well, who, good. I don't think I heard who won that box. But um, apparently it wasn't me. And I bought like five of them unless it was and that's why it was sitting on the counter the last time i was there hey um, just go out go in there and write rob on there for me if you wouldn't <laughs> mind that'd be great man uh, <laughs> nah, i know we had that one customer that was buying them he was there was one guy i think it was joe mama he was buying just shit tons of them just because well, hopefully one of his local guys wins it well because he was the guy joe mama was the guy that could get three hours out of it and was really digging it because with all the different flavor changes and everything on it, you know, if you're getting three hours out of that smoke, I mean, you know, it really drops the, the cost. You know, when you think about the cost of it, you know, it drops the cost of it down because, you know, you're not spending 20 bucks or whatever. I can't even remember what they were running. But um, twenty around 25, 26 okay, bucks. So fine, 25, 26 bucks. You're not spending that on an hour smoke you're spending that three hours so Mm -hmm. you know you're breaking it down to like you know yeah you're spending about eight bucks an hour but you're getting different flavors so it's almost like smoking three different cigars 
you know, yeah, in one. Yeah, exactly. Kind of so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm anxious to get into some of the older ones that I got from him because, you know, that, that what was it, 2014, 2017, 2018, 19, yeah. something like that. There were all those different ones. I got one of each one of them, and I can't wait to see how that, that one that's got all the age on it is going to taste. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So. Well, um, I guess this is the point that I tell everybody that they can follow us on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're also that's Jeff's page. <laughs> Jeff's page. I was wondering. I was wondering. I'm like, is he going to say anything, or am I just going to move on? Uh-huh. We're we're also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group, where guys, um, yeah, start doing a hashtag. You know, start start finding the one thing out of the show that really stood out to you, and just kind of like, you know, hey, listen to the show this past uh, Friday. Hashtag, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say golden shower, but I mean. I <laughs> But for whatever reason, that's the only thing rattling around in my mind right now. But um, wow, 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 that came off but, really hey, wretched. Hey, that came if, off. If re- that's the case, make sure you put the plastic down on the couch Boy, before you get started. Oh, I'm just, dude, I'm just saying. God, yeah, that, wow, that came off really wrong. That that was really bad, dude. Man, that. Oh man, I need to reset for a minute. Um, we're also that, on Twitter. That's a pretty big smile you got on your face too. <laughs> we're also on Twitter. YouTube and uh, guys, get your questions in for Ask the Boys. Area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. I think I've got two questions lined up for next week, so uh, I need your questions for that so that we can uh, we can have fun with that. So make sure you call the hotline. And broccoli, where can everybody follow you? Well, um, I'm I'm still on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and website's finalthirdcigar.com. And, yeah, get out and follow me because especially if you're in the Indiana area, um, central Indiana, I'm, I'm northeast of Indianapolis. I'm going to be about 15, 20 minutes northeast of Indianapolis. As we get the uh, the lounge going, I'll be putting updates on there as much as possible, you know, pictures of what we've done and all that stuff and hopefully have a better idea of, a, of an opening date, you know, coming in here in the next couple months. Nice. Yep. So, guys, if you want to follow the progress of the – Final Third Cigar Lounge. You're going to want to make sure you uh, follow Final Third Cigar on Instagram. Yes, sir. So we're down to the... How's that cigar treating you? I I had to just touch it. I had to light it back up. It had gone out on me because I'm down to, like, the absolute nitty-gritty on it. Um, What do you get? Yeah, me too. We're we're smoking the very last little bit of the Ashton VSG from the September My Monthly Cigars box. What are you getting on that there in the end? Mine's getting a little hot on me. Um, still, still kind of nutty. Definitely got more um, more spice on the retrohale, but that could be just from the heat too. Um, no, no, there's definitely little, more. Still, still got this cedar and leather are still there. More leathery than cedary, um, but it definitely seems, got that leather. I don't get the spice on the actual smoking. The spice is on the retrohale. It seems like the spice, like. When we first lit this cigar up, the spice, oh, yeah. the spice on the smoking experience was, it was prevalent. It was there. It was, it was noticeable. I'm, and, and then it, you know, as you pointed out, it kind of mellowed out a little bit. And I don't feel like that spice ever came back to the smoking experience, mm. but you're right. No. It did return to the retro hail. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely pretty prevalent in the retro hail right now. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. I really dig it. It's it's definitely a good offering from them, especially at a little lower price point. I mean, we we know that if we were going to pick, we we're going to pick the ESG. Well, but that, that, an ESG is going to be twenty five, twenty six bucks. When this see, is going to be twelve to fourteen bucks. Well, and that ESG, I look at that as we were talking about celebratory cigars just a little bit ago. That Absolutely. is that is yeah. straight up a celebratory cigar. It's kind of like that whole yeah. theory, you know, you don't go and eat filet mignon for dinner every night because then when you're actually celebrating something, what are you going to go and eat, you know? And it's yeah, kind of the same exactly. thing. If I'm sitting around smoking an Ashton ESG or a Padron 50th anniversary or, you know, something like that every day, you know, what the hell is my, my celebratory cigar at that point, you know? Um, right. But with Speaking that Speaking of the Padron 50th, yeah. does Dan carry those? Because if he does, I may pick one up and smoke it over there. Boy, buddy, I don't know. I know he's got a... I've not seen him around here as much. I know he's got a Padron uh, selection, but for the life of me, I cannot say that I've actually ever looked and seen if he has a Padron 50th. Um, Okay. I will have to get back. Yeah, that's something to look for. That's something I'll have to get back to you on. I was going to say, that's something I'll have to get back to you on, because I don't know the answer to that. But, um, but as I was saying though, that we, you know, now having smoked the VSG, dude, it's a solid, solid cigar that you're right at the price point that it's at could be a, maybe not an everyday smoke, but, uh, but it could be, I mean, price could point be. wise, sure. it totally could be. And, um, I don't see any reason why, it, why it wouldn't, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. So maybe it is, I mean, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was good. I did too. I did too. I've got very little left. I'm down pretty much to the yeah the I, very I, end. I gave up mine because I was at the point that I was going to start singeing my fingertips. You know, every time I'm really I really close to that. Took a draw <laughs> on it. You know, it's like yeah. I don't know. We Pink, smoked these the same same time. This we time, did. Man. We did. I was going to say pretty good. Well, you know, I don't have you know Puffy McGee here, freaking you know dragging on it like a freaking cigarette. You know, making you know making me smoke a little faster <laughs> by default. You know, it's like, man, Jeff, you see that thing? It's like, God damn! It's like he's a stressful smoker sometimes when he has a cigar, dude. <laughs> it's like he will just. Oh. I mean, you've seen it. Well, you've seen it. Oh yeah. The he funny, will, the funniest he, thing with him is when he lights up his cigar. It's like freaking nuclear, nuclear yes, bomb going off on the end of just it, just singeing the hell out of it. And then, but then, what's so funny is as as he's smoking it down, he's constantly touching up, or he's doing that bullshit thing where he's like wetting his tip of his finger, and he's like you know wetting the the burn line and everything to keep it corrected. Yeah. And everything. So he's all worried about all that. But you're right. When he's lighting the thing, it's like it's it's like it's like a uh, a, a NASA capsule a re-entering or, or uh, from orbit into the Earth. You know where it's got those flames it really like all is. around the bottom of it and everything. It's crazy. The, uh, I'm really surprised he just didn't have a blowtorch. That's all he ever uses for it because that's what it looks like. You know, blowtorch. I'm surprised he gets any flavor notes whatsoever other than cinder. And I am ash. too. You know, off that first puff, puff, I can't imagine getting any flavor off of that. No, but, I mean, yeah, he likes it. That's it's his. That's I mean, he's doing he what he loves. It, so yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Although lately he's been very into the soft flame. He's been doing mm-hmm. a lot more with the soft flame um, than the actual have, butane. Have you ever, have you ever lit cigars with cedar? With cedar I have spill? not, and the reason I'll for tell that you what. is. I watched Gator just try it. Once. <laughs> I watched Gator try it once, and it flaked apart, and. He had hot flaming pieces of cinder falling into his lap, and 
uh, he had to like brush him off real quick, or else the cedar was going to burn through his pants. And I, it kinda I'll tell you what, though, it, it really me. does. It, I mean, you get that that cedar pop right off the beginning. It's just, it's, it's really, really nice to do it that way. And I'll tell you something else that I learned. I can't remember who I learned it from now, um, but I don't know why I never thought of it. But you know, the the cigars that have the cedar sleeve on them, yeah that's kind of towards the the foot of the cigar like the um, uh like the Fonseca that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So what you what you can do with that is you can actually pull that off the cigar maybe an inch yeah. or half inch and just peel the tape back where there's no tape up there and you can light that and light your cigar off of the cedar spill. And I thought, okay, surely that's not real. Yeah. I tried it, and it actually works. And you get that same cedar taste off of it right off the bat. Really, it's pretty pretty so wild. Like, but you got to get that tape away from the. Well, yeah, you don't want you don't want the tape. That. But so, like, well, wait a minute though. So, so you're leaving that cedar on the cigar only while you're lighting it. As soon as it, as soon as you got it lit up, you slide slide it off the end there and just start puffing away. I was gonna say I wouldn't want that on my cigar as I'm actually smoking. Because no. I mean, my God. You no, know, I've seen how that cedar burns in my ashtray and everything. I don't want that near my face. No, no, it's just just while you're lighting it up, you can get that puff, puffing immediately, and it lights up pretty. The one I did when I did it to it, I can't remember. It was the Jacob's Ladder. Okay, um, it actually it lit the cigar fairly evenly too. I didn't have a touch up probably at all. I don't think I so you just touched that you, one up. You took the cedar. Off the cigar by slid about, it down. You slid it down about a half you, inch, about a half an inch, and then you just lit the cedar and just what started drawing on it. Yeah, and yeah. no toasting, just just puff away. You just start and you drawing get that on cedar the cigar flavor, and, and as you're drawing on it, that's it's drawing the flame from the cedar and lighting the yeah. cigar. Yeah, not like I said, I've only done it one time and it worked really well, and I was shocked that it worked so well. But I don't have a lot of cigars that have that cedar around them, so you know what's I'm funny. Like, I, actually, I need to find another one. I actually have a Jacob's Ladder sitting in my uh, travel humidor right now. And now I'm like thinking, oh, that there could be a nice little experiment for tonight now that I'm thinking about it. Interesting. That could be the after show. <laughs> yeah. When Nick goes to the hospital because he burned the shit out of his face. <laughs> hey, I will say one thing. I will say one thing. I know how you light your cigars. Lean forward on this one. You don't need to replace your under armor again tonight. Ah. That's true. I am a... Because it can flake a little bit. You know what's funny yeah, about yeah. that, dude? You know what's really funny about that? Um, is it this one? Yep, yep. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm wearing the shirt that has the hole in it. Like, right there. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the one from Cedar Creek. I'm huh? pretty sure this is the one from Cedar <laughs> Creek that I... That I ashed on and had a hot piece of uh, wrapper in that ash, and I burned a nice hole through this thing. <laughs> and uh, that's funny. Immediately got out my phone, hit Amazon, and ordered two more. So nice. And you guys now, ripped into me unmercifully for doing that, but it's like, <laughs> what? I know what shirt I like, and I just burn a hole in it. So fine, I'm going to order myself it, another one. <laughs> yep. So, so something I haven't heard you guys say in the last few, last at least couple weeks, maybe maybe a little longer than that. Um, I know you guys were doing the dick watch for a while. Oh, is, yeah. Have you heard anything at all about, I mean, is he doing anything at all? I mean, obviously, I'm not saying oh, he no. called into you guys, but is he doing anything more crazy over there in Illinois? Well, it's actually you. funny you mentioned that there, Broccoli, because um, there actually is uh, something pretty significant going on that uh, our illustrious, and I say that with all contempt, um, Senator Dick Durbin. <laughs> you dick! 
has introduced, or well, is it has his fingerprints on um, a major new. This is according to Half Wheel, a major new tax bill, a bill proposed by Democrats in the House of Representatives, would dramatically increase the federal taxes on tobacco products, including more than doubling the federal taxes on large cigars. The uh, House of Representatives Ways and Means Committee is in the process of markup for the Build Back Better Act, or specifically how to pay for the proposal, which is part of Joe Biden's domestic agenda, and essentially it's his infrastructure program. It's going to cost as much as $3.5 trillion, and as such, Democrats in the House and Ways Committee have unveiled a proposed bill that would increase a variety of taxes. Included Mm -hmm. in the proposal is as much as $96 billion, with a B, in proposed potential tax revenue through increased taxes on tobacco and nicotine products. And here we go. Much of the language seems identical to language proposed by Senator Dick Durbin. You dick! In a variety of bills uh, over various years, using names like the Tobacco Tax Equity Act and the Mothers and Offspring Mortality and Morbidity Awareness Act, Essentially, what this is going to do is double the taxes on cigarettes, both large and small, double the tax on small cigars, doubling the tax on roll-your-own tobacco, a more than 16 times increase on pipe tobacco, new taxes for e-cigarettes, and a massive tax hike for premium cigars. And Halfwood goes into, they did some math, and the long and short of it is uh, for large cigars, it's going to change the current language, which is 52.75% of the import price capped at 40.2 cents per cigar. 40.2 okay. cents per cigar. If passed, this bill is going to raise that tax to $49.56 per pound, no less than 10.066 cents per cigar. And because it's based on weight, uh, the bigger cigars are going to be impacted more. So they did a little chart here, and basically for a Robusto... They estimate that the proposed tax is going to be a dollar sixty-six for a Toro. You're looking at a buck seventy-eight, and for a seven by seventy, you're looking at as much as three dollars and ten cents. Wow! And currently, those are taxed at a maximum of forty cents per cigar. So, so okay, so currently it's only see, and that's the thing. Currently, it's forty point two six cents, and you're looking at as much as a dollar sixty-six for a robusto, up to three dollars and ten cents for a seven by seventy. Wow. Yep. They say well, that okay. a, they say and that a robusto. I'm, I'm sorry. They say that a robusto with a okay. current MSRP of nine dollars and fifty six or nine dollars and fifty cents um, would uh, in a state like Florida that has no cigar tax that um, would suddenly see that rise to um, as much as twelve dollars and a cent. Wow. So that's crazy. Yep. Well, and that's what kills me. So. So we have, you know, so many states, Illinois is one of them, that has legalized marijuana. And they're gaining all these tax revenue from marijuana because they legalized it. Yep. And that's the only reason they legalized it was for tax money. And you're telling me that all that money didn't help them because they're selling a shit ton of marijuana at those dispensaries. Oh, yeah. I What are they using that money for? And if And not that I'm for raising taxes, but... Why not, you know, adjust the taxes on something like that that's new to the market as opposed to something that's already been in the market forever? Well, I mean, well, just I don't I mean, want to raise any any taxes, but you know what I'm saying. So okay, so that that to answer that question, you're going to have to start. It's a couple of different points. The first is technically marijuana is still federally illegal, 
So in order to go and start taxing marijuana, um, the federal government would have to probably shift its position on marijuana to make it. So wait a minute. That was a federal? Yes. This that is, was federal? Oh, yeah. Talking? This is federal. Oh, I thought dude. that was state of Illinois. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, this crap. Is, this is federal. This is everybody deals with this. So Flor- like I was saying, wow. Florida, would you'd see a nine uh, $9.50 Robusto after sales taxes and everything like that jump up to as high as maybe about twelve fifty. They say in that same article that Nebraska, which has a twenty percent sales or a twenty percent tobacco tax, you, that same robusto, that nine dollar and fifty cent robusto, would jump to as high as fourteen dollars and some change um, in a state so with twenty percent tax. Is this an add-on to what the taxes are already in each state? Because yes. I'm thinking oh, yes, a state yes. like New York, that would benefit them if they were cutting it off. No, 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 no. Wow, this is. You, wow. you, you, this is a federal tax, then you'll have your state tax, then you'll have your sales tax, and then you have the final wow. price of the cigar. So, yeah, no, this is, this is, this is your, your federal government trying you know, to get their hooks into this. So, and that's going to make, that's going to make your budget cigars an eight to nine dollar cigar. Precisely. In a heartbeat. And exactly. it's like, now it's no, no longer a budget cigar. Nope. So you're going to lose all the cigar smokers that can only afford to smoke budget. That's exactly it. Or they're going to smoke one per month. That's and it's exactly like, man, it. The whole situation insane. just blows out of proportion. But, um, no, so, uh, getting back to your question though, but yeah, the federal government would have to recognize marijuana as, you know, they'd have to take it off the illegal list and recognize it as a, as a legal product and everything. And then they'd probably tax the holy piss out of it. But since they're trying to raise money for their infrastructure program, you know, they're going after what they can. And in this case, it's going to be tobacco. Yeah. Insane. Yep. Hey, speaking of which you see this, you're lighting your cellophane there. Is that cedar or is that it's plastic? True cellophane. Oh, okay. True cellophane, baby. <laughs> smells like cedar. Interesting. Yeah. See, I'm going to have to actually try to light my cigar off of this next time. Mm. Boy. It smells good, man. I just, you know, I never thought to do that. Um, so I, the Jacob's uh, Ladder has a cellophane. I know it definitely would be cellophane. Try yeah. that tonight. Okay. Smell it. All right. I will give that a try. Uh, well, broccoli, I think... Uh, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up unless you have anything else that you want to touch on. Nope. I appreciate you having me on and thanks for letting me uh, announce the the new lounge coming up. I appreciate that. I am looking forward to that, buddy. I mean, we're going to have to... Breaking news. I would say we'll have to get further updates from you as it goes along. And uh, once, uh, once it's all done, open, and ready, that's when we're going to have to come out and uh, let Gator christen your sink. Make sure Let's you have not. make sure you have that sink firmly attached to the wall. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to install a bidet just for that reason. You should. Alone. You should. I will. Your customer, I probably will. That would be a nice little uh, addition for your customers. If if your lounge bathroom has a bidet, yeah, we'll have like one guy using it, and it'll be Gator. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know if he would. That's the sad part. Is he? You know. He he, one of our listeners, uh, my six thirty-five millimeter, actually sent him a bidet. I and, know, uh, I know. He has yet it's to hook cold it up. water. He's yet to hook it up because he doesn't <laughs> want cold water hitting his bum. And you know, so that's the thing. As you're saying this, he may not use it specifically because it's going to be hooked to the toilet. He may still default to the sink. <laughs> so. Well, you know what's so funny about that too is like 
as old as he is and how much he complains about everything hurting and can't feel this, he can't feel cold water on his butthole. Come on, man. <laughs> what is wrong with that boy? Oh, oh, we don't have time for that. <laughs> anyway. Put a, yeah, eat a gummy and go to the bathroom. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Broccoli, seriously, man, I have enjoyed the Ashton VSG and the good conversation. And uh, I'm looking forward to you and Mrs. Broccoli coming out here for the Riverman event in, uh, oh, hell, week and a half. About yeah, a week, week and a half now. A week and a half left. So, yep. We got um, our Airbnb set. Oh, there you go. Not my yep. place. No. No. No, your, your, your lawn's going to be crowded. Man. I'm, I'm not going to say I got. Apparently, too many people, from what I'm being told. Oh yeah, but anyway. yeah. And by the way, anybody that needs his address, just let me know. I can send. God it to damn you. it, no! <laughs> I don't want everybody showing up at my place. Anyway, just, just bring bring me a good cigar. I got you covered. Oh lord! All right. <laughs> well, guys, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. Everybody, stay safe and stay smoky.